1: Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult Hello welcome to another splendid edition of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast You are listening to the dulcet tones of Matthew Gregg Joining us this week is the master of disaster The king of sting, the dance and destroyer The ruler of rise and the chase Pizza of stay Gold himself Jack
2: the oh. Jobber that's the first one that I've been alright with. Thank you. That's a good that's a. that's a good intro, too. Thanks.
3: And here is the big sandwich, Ross.
2: <laughs> so
1: I watched Rocky Four last night, so I thought I'd just use all of Apollo Creed's <laughs> <laughs> intros for Jazz. Nice. I took out the, the the count of Monte Fisto though. That's different of the, connotations if you're not a boxer.
2: That's and one of the <laughs> best uh, entrances in any media ever. The Living in America so. entrance.
1: Yeah. Oh god. And Drago's just stood there like
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So good. This is normal. But wait, wait, wait. And of course, making his glorious return to the podcast, we've missed his long stay away. As short as it was, it felt like forever. Everyone, if you have the ability to, please stand up. Put your hands together to welcome return. Our friend and yours, Puppet Jack.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yes.
3: So was, worth it. Also, was Ross found? is here. Yeah, where was that found? Most more importantly. Uh,
1: I went to the office, because people have sent in wonderful photos for the dog wall, segue. Thank you, Chris from Minnesota, for the lovely dogs, Penny, Ambrosius, Enelor, and, oh, Christ, Eleanor, Jimmy, to his friends, uh, (laughs) for sending the photos there. There are others that have been sent, but I've had a chance to go to the office, because everything's shut, I don't own a printer. And while I was there, uh, lovely... Andrew was like, You're right. He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Good to see you. Hey, there's that t- puppet, Jack. And I went, That's right. That's right. And I said, You know what? I'll just take him and just see how long it is until Pacini notices he's gone. And this week I got a message from Pacini saying, Yeah, you're off pitches this week. So all I, I can mean- say is,
2: Worth it. Even when, even when we were all in the office in pre-COVID times, there was never a Puppet Jack check. We never were like, where is... Oh, he's there, it's all right. He mm. was very
3: much treated as like, just... I'm sure the Puppet, Puppet Jack for much of 2020 lived on the floor of the downstairs studio where Adam does his uh, voiceovers. Lots of right. disregard put Puppet Jack's way.
1: I haven't watched him. Probably should have done that. Oh, well... Covered a, a Pachiki's hmm. spit.
3: Give him a what? <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> He's damaged goods. But anyway, yes, uh, that little silly joke aside, Ross is back after a week off. Ross, how the hell are you? And how was your week off?
3: My week off was okay. Um, I was—I had all these. I was going to do walks every day, basically. I had me one walk a day, and then it snowed. And I love any excuse not to move my fat ass. So the snow was a lovely excuse to sit there all week and just watch all of Parks and Recreation from oh. front to back. What a fantastic show! But it was okay. I missed the podcast, though, lads. Oh. Of course, I did. And
1: the podcast missed you. Well, okay, fine. Don't do that head <laughs> thing. You know, you know it's true. <laughs> We missed you like we missed season one of Parks and Recs because it gets so
2: much better after that. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And Jack, after that lovely introduction, how the hell are you? I'm all right. Um, I had quite a busy week, actually. I was on yours and Tom's uh, SmackDown Retro Review show. That was very enjoyable. Thanks for having me on. And uh, on Twitch, obviously, me and Owen took Cultaholic FC to the playoffs of the Conference South, uh, Conference North, even. What am I talking about? We, we snuck into the playoffs. We weren't expected to do very well. We won the first match in extra time. We battered the second team 3-0 away and got to the final. Derby Day against Gateshead in the final. And they, and they won thanks to 1-0, thanks to a goal from player manager Mike Williamson. I was gutted. <laughs> I was absolutely, I was distraught. It was just from a corner, just a header. And we've been slagging him off all season in press conferences. I was getting under his skin. But who's come out on top? Mike Williamson.
3: I need to see how many goals he actually scored for Newcastle in real life now. Because I remember, I had a season ticket. He scored one goal, Jack, in how many games altogether? (laughs) 169. Because I had my season ticket during the Iron Mike days. And every single corner, Pardew would put that corner towards Iron Mike, and Iron Mike wouldn't reach it. I (laughs) realise this is a wrestling podcast, but it still hurts. Well, he's got
2: one over on Cultaholic FC, sadly, in the big Gateshead Cultaholic Derby. (laughs) And they've gone up to the Conference National, and we are stuck in the Conference North for next season. But we're gonna come back stronger next time, I'm sure. So Matthew, that's time my week's been. It's been an emotional roller coaster.
1: Oh. Was the best of times, the blurst of times there? Let's see if the news is any better. WWE has signed Eli Drake, Tyre Valkyrie, Blake Christian, Anthony Henry, Angela Queen Arnold, and Christian Casanova to name just a few. I'm sure by the time this video comes out, there'll be 10 more to add to that list. Uh, also, Triple Jump. Um, Barry the Shark. <laughs> uh, the Lamp on Jack's Desk. Look, WWE is signing lots of people right now. And also, Progress is going to be on the network. So I guess they're kind of in the feeder system. Everybody works for WWE right now. But interesting to see Eli Drake get signed after being basically a washout the first time he was there in NXT, making a name was for he? himself. Was he there? I don't think he made it onto TV. But he was there? Yeah. Wow. And,
3: think... go on. Sorry, I think it was Tom saying in our our work chat the other day, his entrance was on a 2K game because he was meant to sign or something, then something went, went wrong a few years ago. I forgot right. what the story was. Oh. But he certainly flirted around WWE before.
1: He, he flirted, that's right. He was... Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some yeah, twenty fourteen live events released. Uh he would explain his release was due to get this right. Not getting along with then head coach Bill Dumont. No way. Oh, wow. That, that doesn't sound, sound like lots like of a releases real thing. back
3: then. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Uh as for the rest, uh Blake Christian's been known for a while. He's been making his like end of uh career stuff in AW a- a- uh G C W. And he's not said it, but everyone on coverage is like, Well, and good things are gonna happen to him and in uh Stanford, Connecticut? Africa? Yeah, there we go. Somewhere in America. And he's like, shut up. Can you just stop talking about that type of thing? Yes, I'm going on my holidays soon there. That's right. It's beautiful this time of year. Andy Henry from Evolve. Uh, Christian Casanova. Yeah, any thoughts on the, the new, new, new class of 2021?
2: Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Wrestler man. They're signing everyone again. It's another spree, yeah. which uh, always looks bad when they've just at least a couple of people I mean they haven't gone on that massive releasing spree they did last year but it's still a bit depressing isn't it (laughs) so I'm happy for I I should say obviously for wrestlers if this is a better deal for them and a better career step for them then who are we to judge them for making that decision but just in terms of WWE hoovering up all the indie talent it's sad
3: it's hard it's a a double-edged sword is that the saying isn't it yeah it's, it's good but it's bad at the same time but in the good portion as well Eli Drake's new name. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. L.A. Knight. The Scoundrel. I want him to join the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> get him in the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, a, he's a promo guy, isn't he?
2: He's a promo man, and he's good. And he did a bit of that. Well, I've mentioned him in the uh, NXT report later on, so we'll probably, oh, good. probably get to that, what he said. Uh, chronologically?
1: Uh, WWE is also handing out violations to talent for social media posts that mention any third-party business, person, brand or charity reported at Wrestling Inc. So that's good.
3: The Bulldog's got to do what Killian Dane does. Killian Dane's got his wrestling account and he's got a personal account where he plugs his, uh, his football podcast that he does. Nice. So that's, that's what everyone needs to do. Just make up a second account where it includes your WWE name but says clearly it's not the WWE name that's doing the, the podcast and other stuff.
1: Is it going to work for Twitch? Uh, tonight, on a streaming website, I will be playing
3: something. Yeah, but like AJ Styles could just make an Alan Jones Twitter account and go, I'm doing all my Twitch stuff here. Follow me here for that. And then follow AJ Styles P-Word. What's his like, Twitter
2: account? I like the idea of all the wrestlers wearing Mr. <laughs> America or Juan Cena disguises where it's clearly them, but <laughs> just, they can't physically prove it. Right. If you're going to... Take away all of the things, then make them full employees. Yes, ah, it's just villainous stuff, Matthew.
1: Exactly. Jericho's wife was apparently at the Capitol Rising.
2: Yeah, Uh, she was there
1: to uh, break the walls down. I thought
2: thought that was a wrestling event at first. Capitol Rising. What was the?
1: Oh, probably yeah. The the main event wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah no mention of that on AEW Dynamite can't think why we'll get this later on but I love that our loyal news monkey Aiden Gibbons <laughs> ran the headline a, a that's lesser, a fan name from the, the messages le, we've had lesser,
2: lesser news ape oh
1: Christ is that it less, that sounds more offensive the it's lesser less, news ape Aiden, <laughs> sorry I didn't mean to offend you pal Aiden <laughs> Gibbons ran the headline Sting takes first bump since 2015 on AEW Dynamite that was yeah, news
0: yeah. And it it was, was right it was news I didn't yeah. realise
1: it was that far back. I'm like, bloody hell. He hasn't done any bumps since, and he is scheduled for a pay-per-view match.
3: It was very shocking. I was quite shocked when it happened. I was like, bloody hell. It was a meaty power bomb as well. Like it wasn't a, a soft one to take for first up, first servants. No, no. It,
1: it was the big sandwich powerbomb, Ross. <laughs> Apparently Carlito is already done with WWE. Oh. He's quoted as saying, man, who knows? As of now, I'm open to whatever kind of idea is out there. Yeah, right now I'm on my own. If a great opportunity comes to go back to WWE, I'm open to whatever comes my way. So,
2: I like Carlito, that's a shame. But I like how much he doesn't care.
1: Yeah, it's an endearing quality. Everyone's like, I've got to get signed. And Carlito's was like, eh, if I can be asked." Yeah. If it's snowing, I'm staying put. <laughs> Speaking of snow, AW's Sammy Guevara pokes fun at backstage heat rumours. The Spanish God was due to work a short storyline at last week's Impact tapings. But he texted Impact wrestling officials about alternative ideas and not wanting to do what is agreed to. The Nashville promotion subsequently cancelled Guevara's booking, reportedly after discussions with Tony Khan and Chris Jericho, and then much of the storyline was used by Decay's Black Taurus instead. Uh, so Sammy dealt with it as only Sammy can, doing his little vlog. The video opened with Sammy making snow angels whilst wearing a t shirt and sweatpants. I've been asked, what are you doing, Sammy? He said, don't you read the internet? I have lots of heat, so I thought I don't need a jacket, but I'm still so cold. He then added, so if I believe everything I read online, I'm an effing idiot. I'll, and they say there's no subtlety in wrestling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AW's Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament, Japan, bracket first round, aired on Monday on YouTube. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki defeated Mei Suragura. Emi Sakura defeated Venny. Rio Mizunami de- defeated Makiito. I know. Oh, who know. cares? All right, I'm out. I know. I'm out. I know. Go up next. Why
2: would they not? In my mind, even if it was always the plan for her to lose in the first round, wouldn't you pull a quick little switcheroo once you saw the social media explosion that was Makiito?
3: That's what I mean. There's got to be some sort of travel issue or politics backstage, something like that. We <laughs> that we're not <laughs> privy to that's, that's taken precedence it- here because.
2: It reminds me of, of Glenn Hoddle's management of Paul Gascoigne on the international stage. <laughs> She's a maverick and management don't know what to do with her. And just just let her talents
3: thrive. Get her on the plane, Tony. <laughs> yeah, get her on the plane. <laughs> Take her to France. <laughs> oh. I know that one if it's on. a football reference, as long as no, it's a ni- as
2: long as it's a nineties football reference, Matthew's all in. He's yeah. like, yeah. I,
3: love
1: it. I got that. I understood that one. <laughs> Mackie, you know, afterwards, you all all right? Oh, can we not knock it?
2: I'm off to get my me suit <laughs> measured.
1: <laughs> Cody, Cody Rhodes has asked uh, about the potential to a WWE crossover. He says there's no reason that there couldn't be a potential WWE crossover one day. And I don't mean that's a thing that's been discussed or happening. But none of those rules that exist for other places exist for us. Wrestling is really this universal industry. The territory reference that you made, that's fairly accurate. But the part of it that's most accurate was there was a genuine trust. Apart from taking the piss out of them every chance you get and destroying that throne that one time, you're right, Cody, I can't see any reasons why there wouldn't be any potential W crossover.
2: I read this as a bit of a, just a sort of diplomatic answer from Cody rather than him wanting to, but it caused a bit of a news explosion because a lot of fans love the aggro between the two sides and stuff. But I don't think Cody was actually saying, oh, we want to work with WWE. I don't think he was really saying that at all.
3: The only way WWE would work with AEW is if Vince McMahon said to Tony Khan, Tony, can I buy you? <laughs> that would be it. I, don't, I think WWE are looking at Disney and all these other things that aren't wrestling, aren't they? That's what They're, they're, not, in, they're mm. not in the wrestling sphere like the rest of them are. They're, they're looking further afield, even though they maybe shouldn't be. Should be looking closer to home.
1: True. Because Tony responded with, Vince, can I buy you? Oh. <laughs> Just stare at each other.
3: My dad could be... By your dad or I don't <laughs> That's a good comeback actually. It's like
2: Tony Khan is quite like Shane McMahon on the screen. They're quite similar. So you could say to him, My dad could buy your dad. I want to see Tony Khan yeah. versus Shane McMahon Shane would batter him.
1: He would batter him. Yeah. I don't know, he's got a set of arms on him, Tony like.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he does have Shivoni at ringside to distract him. That's true. I don't know how exactly. Just shout, it's sting, goes, Oh, I love him. <laughs> And that was the news, because let's face it, there's no other big news that could compare with the return of Ross.
3: Not not Puppet Jack.
1: The return of Ross and his favourite gimmick on the podcast, (laughs) Puppet Jack. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week... uh, uh, Electric like orchestras. Mister Blue Sky, loved by everybody, or oh, so I thought. Twenty percent. The previous week's Hall of Fame segments—that's from two weeks ago. Thirty-three percent. Okay, fair enough. And of well, pretty obvious really. Nia Jax's hole. Forty-seven percent.
2: Andrew Andrew's swooping in, getting the oh, win. Right. Off he goes.
3: Yeah. Right, like a thief in the night. Mm. Billy oh. Big Bollocks, eh? Billy really Big Bollock that's right
1: well I'll be sure when you tell him on stream when he's doing his Lego and his Pikachu he'll be very excited and happy and all emotional but Ross that was done in your seat that you're now sat in what is your pick for the Hall of Fame
3: your (laughs) mum oh Oh <laughs> no I know this is about oh no I actually gone about it's, that it, no, no 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 it, yeah. it comes it comes from a, a sincere place and I, I can I've been oh, I've, no. I've been reliably informed we'll speak about this later in the podcast more in depth believe me Matthew there's more oh, it to come like on this, dad issue. There's more- about this later Matthew <laughs> <laughs> there's more to come on this issue but your oh. ma- your mom is genuinely a lovely woman um, when I took my break last year she sent me a a nice letter and we had a, a bit of back and forth and she sent me a paper dog, which I've still got on my, my desk over yonder. Oh. Um, and she's Yeah, just a, a sincerely nice lady who I have been reliably informed is not in the Cultaholic Wrestling Hall of Fame. So she needs to be there, doesn't she? So I'm going to be the one to sort of...
2: Richard says he's put her in last week as an honorary mention.
3: But... Well, Matthew. we can take that honorary mention, Richard, who nobody else can hear, <laughs> and we can stick that up your ass. We can give Matthew's mum, Mama Botch, as she likes to be known, the 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 entry into the Hall of Fame that she deserves. <laughs> that's good. Hey, that's that's
2: good cons- I, I didn't wait, know wait, about wait,
3: this. Wait. I didn't know about that last week. Bit. So <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, Matthew it's right, Ma- well, on.
2: Ross, Matthew refused to nominate her because he didn't want the 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 kerfuffle of. Is mum going why don't you nominate me for? The he just tried to get her in like the side door but now she deserves to go in the it. front
3: door get the limo pulled up at the front door the red carpet rolled out and get mama botched in the hall of fame I say the proper way wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. let me just consult my lawyer
3: plead <laughs> the fifth
1: we'll more on that later <laughs> wow. Jack what have you got
2: Um, I was worried that mine was uh, a weak pick this week but I don't want it to win now that Mama Botch is an option, so I've got no shame in submitting it as a Hall of Fame option. Um, Every Thursday, Spotify do a Throwback Thursday playlist, right, of a different genre or era each time. And recently, there was a Throwback Thursday that was like all the songs that played in my youth when I was like getting old enough to go out and stuff. So there was a lot of that one Calvin Harris album. There was Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. But one song that I remember just being excellent and all of us enjoying when we, when we graduated from, from school and were on night, results night out and stuff was a song by wrestling's favorite rap artist, Flowrider, and his song, The Club Can't Handle Me Right Now. And I put it on the other day and I, it just took me back to being young and carefree. Even though when you're that age, you don't realise you're carefree and you only realise later on that you're care- you were carefree then. You're like, oh, I wish I'd known. But that's what Flo Riders Club Can't Handle Me Right Now did to me. And inspired by Matthew's pick of a song last week, I've gone for a far less popular song. But I don't mind because I don't really need it to win. It's just in there because I don't even particularly like the song. I just like what it represents in my mind. Do you know the song, Matthew? I'm trying to... Oh, I know, I the know named... nah. oh, no, the no, wait, the DMC, No... It's too accurate, Ross. Yeah, don't do it too we'll, accurate, Ross. We'll take it down. The club can't even handle me right now. He owns the night and he don't need no help. Got a feeling like he's... Obviously, I love it. Obviously, it's
0: yeah, really popular in tell. my head.
2: But nice no, catchy song. It, my mate Sophie says that song was like the pinnacle of her life because she was in, if anyone knows the white room in Tiger Tiger, um, she said she was in the white room with a bottle of drink in each hand to that song on a platform and she was just loving it.
3: And I was I like, saw Andy, Andy Carroll, the, like the, I think the White Room had the, the VIP section, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Andy Carroll was in there, and I'm not even joking, a full on tray of Jaegers. This was about 2010. <laughs> How did not, he never reach his potential? On the clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: He's still banging them in for Newcastle. He scored about one. He scored, scored one. He scored yeah. one. <laughs> Good finish. We'll take it. Mm. Um, so mine's Riders. The club can't handle me right now. Uh, Matthew that's nice no yeah Matthew what's your pick
1: that's nice it's nice when you get that song that sums up a period in your life yeah. so well I'm it was sure as that... many people your age who have that similar thing with that song
2: it was that or Jay Sean's down yeah. but that was a few years earlier I don't know if you know Jay Sean's down baby are you down 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 down
3: baby don't worry no need to worry you are my only yeah no we're to going worry.
1: down down jigga bugga where? Yeah, no, where no no oh. no
3: no <laughs>
2: No you know though. what they say. Life is always life, ain't always easy, and every day we're survivors. It's quite a deep, quite an emotional it, song. It's James. a roller
1: coaster, You just go ride it. That I mean, that's him. That's the one yeah. from
2: Boys on mm-hmm.
1: Oh, sorry, DMCA.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that's a lovely pick, and I like you using mine. It's gonna be great though if you get yours in and it beats
2: ELO. There's I'm no like, oh, way. Oh, there's no way that a ten-year-old Flowrider rider song is gonna beat your man. Not for, a wrestling, not for a wrestling
1: audience. I was going to say. Well, now I'm in the lovely position of having to choose between my beautiful mother or the beautiful Coldaholic audience. <laughs> well, one of them's paying me. So mine is a good one this week that might win. It is, of course, Adam Cole turning on Kyle Ooh. O'Reilly.
2: Ooh, you've gone for. Ross,
3: Matthew's not, gone. Wait, Matthew's stop,
2: gone for, Stop the press.
3: Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew's Are you going to speak positively about NXT? What the hell? Huh?
1: Yeah, look, I am down on NXT a lot of the time. So I only think it's fair to reassure people I am not a misery get when it comes to things like this. I just don't like the things I don't like. But I like the things I like. And one of those things I like is the lovely trope of there's a group in wrestling and one of them's like, ha-ha, we will always be friends. We will be a force to be reckoned with as long as we stay together. Ha-ha. And then the second in command is, you know, I do fancy being the champ. Like That would be nice. I love that. Uh, Randy Orton in Evolution, then Batista in Evolution, Starscream with Megatron. I love it. And you get this little scenario playing out before your very eyes. Plus, Kyle O'Reilly needs to be headlining NXT away from Undisputed Error like since a year ago. So I'm happy that we're getting proper angle advancement. Something's happened with Undisputed Error, which needed to happen a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Great win, win, win. Everyone's a winner. It's a good pick. Especially my mum. Uh, it's, a,
3: it's a strong field this week. Well, two of them are strong. Flo is, is not strong. I have belief.
1: Part of me thinks, like, is this me becoming assimilated with this type of video-making content, where I go, on one hand, it would be nice for mum getting the Hall of Fame because she deserves it. On the other hand, it would be funny if she comes second, and then every week someone else tries to get her in, <laughs> and it's me she's l- like, trying to get votes against her. Uh, it's.
2: She's like Tommy Dreamer trying to beat Raven. It just can't happen.
1: Like Tommy Dreamer trying to beat Paul Heyman at WrestleMania X7.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so more on the exciting saga between me and my mom later on. But for now, the Hall of Fame picks for you, loyal viewer, are Matthew's Mum, aka Big Mama Botch, not Mrs. Mafu. That wouldn't imply she's my wife. Please <laughs> stop typing that. <laughs> Jackson Flowrider. this club can't handle me right now.
2: Club can't club can't have Club right can't
1: I beg your pardon. Club can't. And of course, Kyle O'Reilly getting punted in the heed. All those picks are yours at patreon.com forward slash culdeholic. Yes, you can vote. We give you permission.
2: Excellent. Good one, lads. This the Hall of Fame's been on a sterling run of form over the past few weeks. Cool. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <to> that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> That's it. Uh,
3: this week in the wrestling,
1: it's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. First, full staff with SmackDown. Roman Reigns opens the show and is reminded by Adam Pearce that he is contractually obliged to defend his title at the Elimination Chamber. But Heyman's legal wrangling ensures that Roman has to only has to defend the belt, I should say, against the winner of the chamber immediately after the match. Here says that there'll be a chamber so that there will be chamber qualifying matches on SmackDown. It says here why. Well Raw okay. didn't have any, but uh Yeah. But Raw sucks. Uh but Jay yeah. Uso and Kevin Owens have automatically qualified. Oh. Think more on that later on, so I'll sum up at the end of, the well, end of SmackDown. Well I ju- just oh, go on then.
2: Kevin Owens shouldn't have been allowed to automatically qualify, neither should Jay. They've qualified because they've lost to Roman a number of times.
1: Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Uh falling upwards, they call that. Sonia Deville sets up a tag team match where the winning team will both qualify for the Chamber. And it's the Mysterios versus Corbin and Zane. Zayn picks up the win for his team, pinning Dominic. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember if I watched SmackDown or not because I don't remember any of this happening. <laughs> uh, oh, I remember this. Biggie wants to issue an open challenge. I love this. But it's interrupted by Apollo Cruz. And uh, Jack, what does Apollo Cruz entrance
3: theme sound like? Um, What? Apollo! Thank oh you, right! Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Right. <laughs> I thought we had a thing going. It's not a problem. Oh, it's a,
3: a lesson we learned a couple of weeks ago on the podcast: it's never a good sign when you have to shout your own name at the start of your theme. Thank sorry, you. Sorry, I do remember. I do remember this bit.
1: <clears throat> it's cool. It's cool. You've had a week off, Jack. You're a bit rusty.
2: Uh, <laughs> <I> Biggie <haven't. laughs> issues the
1: challenge to anybody at all in the building apart from Apollo, and Apollo just refuses to leave. Originally, so Biggie, and I haven't seen this in WWE for ages, or if ever. Takes a microphone away and he's just like, "No, I'm just gonna mouth off at you. No, I'm not, You know, no, no, you're not gonna be picked up by the mic. I was gonna yell at you with the microphone all the way down here." So Apollo's like, "I wanna be in the a... back." No, no, I thought that was great. Mm. I really appreciate that Nakamura accepts the challenge, but Apollo, of course, ruins the match after a few minutes by attacking Big E. What do you think, Ross?
3: Yeah, I'm enjoying uh, this arsehole version of Apollo Crews. It's, it's obviously better than what he was doing before. It's cause we've said it so many times, haven't we? Just a fantastic wrestler, but the, when he was a babyface, at least the character work was never really there. But now he's, just, he's good in that role as well, which is it's, it's weird to see how good he is at being an arsehole. And the, I, I like that as well, the E taking the microphone away, because it just made it feel a bit more real going, I will not accept your impromptu challenge, young man. (laughs) I will have it against the man it was agreed to be against. Just Him Go! no, I'm done with you, pal. Piss off. Felt more real.
1: I could put the microphone there between his pecs and be like, look, listen, Apollo, go away. (laughs) Uh, Seth Rollins makes a SmackDown return with his old music. A lot of the roster are around the ring. While he gives a speech about becoming a father, he says that is to change his perception and he now realises that he's the great leader SmackDown needs to become great. Most of the roster walk away. Uh, (laughs) Cesaro shakes his head at Rawlins, who attacks him until Daniel Bryan makes the save. A weird segment, because I don't know why the crew would have been there anyway. That's it, all the roster's here, they're here. I'm
3: like, what? It was harking back to to that promo he did on Raw when he initially turned heel, wasn't it? And... uh... The entire roster was at ringside after... Was after Survivor Series or something just, a they just,
2: just done crap at Survivor Series Yeah, and and he blamed headed. everyone. Yeah. A town hall meeting.
1: Right, totally. so you would have thought, oh, well, Rollins, last time we had one of these was an utter get. Let's see what happened. Oh, there we go, and he's still a get. Cool, let me go back to the last.
3: I think that the, the change to the theme was to sort of really went to thinking, oh, he's going babyface again, because bear damn Rollins is babyface, isn't he? So that, and then leading on and saying, oh, I've changed my ways because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a father now. Um, I think it was a, a, a bait and switch.
2: The suit Certainly needs was. the suit needs talking about, probably.
3: Squeaky delicious.
2: That was a leather suit.
3: It he must have been, been sweating his ballocks off. That must have yeah. been horrible. Yeah, yeah. We need to know. Like, did he ever have his back to the camera? Because I just assume when you're wearing that, it would just have no back on for ventilation purposes. You're just walking <laughs> around, just ass <laughs> <arse> hanging out <laughs> like a hospital guy. Yeah,
1: basically, I. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Hey, it's the price of looking good. Hmm. Bailey faces Liv Morgan with Ruby Wright at ringside. Billy Kay comes down to apologise to Ruby for last week, which distracts the referee, allows Bailey to get a cheap win over Liv. Bailey mocks Billy afterwards for having no friends, which no would make friends. her a what? Bailey. Um, no exactly, oh! Ross.
3: Two for two. Wow. That's all that's
4: exactly they're
3: I, doing. I reckon this might hint at Bailey and Billy being a thing. Billy being so? Billy being Bailey's lackey. That's a, that's gonna be it. I hope they don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Bill, yeah,
1: yeah. Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey. Oh, perfect.
3: Wow. Coming down, doing this the, the waltz down the aisle together. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? The waltz or the walt? No, the waltz is yeah. at this, The the circus, isn't it? The waltz is
2: yeah. the dance. Yeah, the waltzer is the yeah. circus, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
1: They'll, they'll, they'll get bravo. it. They'll, they'll get Sasha Banks' leg, and they'll go. All right, on three. Sonic like a giant breaker a twig. One, two, three. clap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I uh, when we were watching TakeOver this past weekend, I taught Owen, I spoiled wrestling for him. I taught him how oh. Pete Dunne does the finger breaking sound. Oh, spoiled Slapping it! Slapping that titty meat because
1: everyone in the audience clapping at the same time.
2: Yeah, everyone's <laughs> in on it. Yeah,
1: the Street Profits say that they're coming to get the tag titles back before beating Otis and Chad Gable, aka the only other tag team on SmackDown, I guess. Reginald sucks up to Sasha Banks backstage.
3: What's going on here? Mm,
1: yeah, I was waiting for the other shoe to fall off. I thought she was going to have poisoned champers, <laughs> but that didn't happen, I guess.
3: I reckon she might when we tune, tune in next week, because Reggie, Reggie, old Reggie, when he looked behind, he looked very evil, didn't he, when she was taking mm. a, that first initial sip. But this is, all, this, is, this is because Reggie thinks that Sasha fancies him. After that promo they did backstage a couple of weeks ago where Sasha was sort of rubbing him being all flirty and whatnot. And Reggie seemed to get reeled in by the flirtatious nature of the legit boss, the blueprint, the standard, Sasha Banks. So this is Is Reggie Reggie getting wooed by Sasha, but Sasha's not really wooing him. She's just doing it to to, to get in there. Getting the mind, sorry, not just getting there. Getting his pants. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: Ross, what you're saying is she's playing wine games.
3: Oh! Wine, yes. Wine games. That's right the pay-per-view coming up in two weeks <laughs> time <laughs> what did
2: he do sorry i forgot what the rest of this segment was
1: i've got it here oh Later, yes then. sasha cuts a promo and wants bianca to choose her for the match at wrestlemania bianca answers her saying that she respects sasha but she's enjoying taking her time they're interrupted by Shayna and naya who are angry at not being recognized as the most dominant force in wwe sasha says she was ready for them to turn up and shows footage of... Uh, oh, we'll take a guess. What is it? It's the hole. That's right, Jack. Uh, uh, not footage of... 2-1. Not, two, not one.
2: footage of the hole itself. The incident, no, not the, the hole incident.
1: itself. That would be disgusting. The hole incident. Uh, the tag champs attack. But Sasha and Bianca win the brawl, dropping Nia on the apron again. Milk every mean. drop out of the joke, Dewey Ganon. Yeah, it's. I think it's been a week, which in Dewey terms has been three months. Uh, I think the hole's gone. But well done for getting that last minute victory. Closed
2: up, closed, closed.
1: Ziggler and Rude face Cesaro and Bryan. Sorry, another... the di- I
2: should have written the Dirty Dogs there. Sorry, I should have given them their tag. Oh
1: yeah, it? we can't forget the the Dirty Dogs yeah. face Cesaro and Brian, the the Clean Cats, in another elimination <laughs> chamber qualifier. Zane and Corbin are there to watch together. Why question mark Their separate entrance.
2: Yeah, they turn up to watch together, but they're not friends. They're not tag partners. I think it all becomes apparent later on, though. I think I jumped the shot I jumped the gun slightly here. Yeah. Cesaro and
1: Brian win with Cesaro looking strong. Jade Uso attacks after the bell, slighting a brawl between all the chamber entrance. Kevin Owens enters and hits stunners on everybody before calling out Roman to end the show. I swear I'll watch this and I'm like, did that happen?
2: <laughs> it's positioning Kev, it's reminding us that Kev's dangerous and he won't quit and he won't give in.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, apart from if it's a title match against Roman.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not going that way because it looked. I I hope it's another sort of bait and switch kind of thing where, you know, maybe Cesaro's going under the radar. I'm certainly thinking the way that the past two SmackDowns have ended that Kevin Owens is going to win and then go on to face Roman again and lose again. But hopefully they're just doing all that just to keep. Because I know Cesaro's not really under the radar, but in terms of what Kevin Owens has been doing with Roman, I guess he is.
2: Kevin's very much the center point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there'll be some
1: stunning pitches. I imagine coming up. Will that be before or after this video's up? Um, Oof, no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're there on the will ball. be. There will be.
2: There'll be some. There'll be some. In, I'm sorry, lads. Out. I
1: tried. <laughs> but that leads us to the show the next day. NXT take our. Don't know why they misspelled it here. Take over. It says Vengeance Day. It was on Sunday, actually. That's right. The next, the day after SmackDown. Two days after. Uh yes. <laughs> My bad, sorry. Some, some days I watch these things live, but it's already I, tomorrow by the time it happens. We're British, I, we're sorry.
2: I'm still not used to uh, takeovers being on Sundays, though. Yeah. C- just in the COVID era, I'm not used to it at all. That's right.
1: And the pre-show, uh, Le Night, which is French for the night, <laughs> appears for the first time. And he is described as the hottest free agent in all of wrestling. So it's a comedy gimmick then.
3: <laughs> Dakota oh, kite Oh, go on. Sorry, I just loved, because I know Eli Drake's a, a hench fella, but I don't know who the guy they had on the pre-show was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy, him, Billy Barstool. They he had, had Barstool him, him and Barrett either side, like, like <laughs> the opposite sides of the London Bridge or something, I don't know. Two the, really tall like things. The, like the powers of pain. Yes. And then Eli's in the middle, like, Hello, I'm, I'm here to do good
1: things. Flagged yeah. by these two massive things he side of uh, me. Sam, Sam Roberts' giant head sticking out behind
2: him. Sam Roberts started that kickoff show by going, all right, lads, um, I'm sorry that I'm stood between these two very gigantic men. And I was expecting the Barstool sports guy to say something self-deprecating, but all he said was, yeah, sorry, Sam, I'm massive as well. Yeah, I'm as big as, bro- as, as, big as Barrett is, so what can you do? And I was just like, oh, man. Poor Sam.
1: Yeah, poor Sam being that little guy in between two big guys. Uh, unrelated, The we haven't sought out the date yet to roast the first ever Cultaholic podcast. But if you are still waiting for that and wondered what it looked like, just go back and see Sam Roberts between <laughs> Wade Barrett and Billy Barstow And there's me.
2: That picture, you are sat down in that picture.
1: Yeah, fair. I am squatting, but it didn't change much. Let's, let's face facts. Anyway. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez beat Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart to win the Women's Dusty Classic. And oh, I should mention that I watched this like the Rumble with my housemate. Isn't that into wrestling? Or oh, so he said. What I realized now is he's into the women's wrestling. So he, wanted, he asked me, are you watching NXT tonight? I went, what? Oh, no, what have I done? I've got to hook <laughs> my housemate on wrestling. But he didn't really know much about what was happening, but he knew. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, mm-hmm. and he was ready to watch Raquel Gonzalez press Dakota Kai and do all the things. So, so I say, well done. Uh, sometimes you get focused on what you watch and what it's things you like about wrestling, and what Ross likes and Jack likes about wrestling. It's really cool to see other people who go, no, that's what I'm meant to do. That's what I want. Do. I don't care about the headliners or the guys doing super kicks. The, the women's stuff is what I care about. I'm like, oh. Uh, apart from that little bit of market research, I thought it was a good match. Stuff happened. Wanted uh Blackheart and move to win. It was weird that they were playing goodies for the first bit, but my housemate didn't care. And then it went back and went normal.
2: Uh, so I wanted Dakota and Raquel to win, but I do admit that it's weird with them getting a title shot against Heels, Shana and Naya. It would have made more sense probably for the for the babyface team to win. But I like Dakota and Raquel a lot. So I'm I'm not I'm not angry about it. And then Regal stood awkwardly next to them when he
3: presented them with the cup. <laughs> I like Raquel's finisher. How does she get them up that high? That's what mm. I want to know. Where does she grab them? It's, she, her hand goes up
2: through the legs in quite cheeky fashion, but then I think she's got them by the shoulder or the neck. Oh, it's just, incredible. Dish. Yeah, it's good. It's like when Roman used to counter out of a triangle in every match and he'd lift them up with his whole arm. Yeah. Johnny Gargano
1: beats Kushida to retain wait, a North American title. I we're going to fall out Justin. here, Matthew. We're hey, gonna we're gonna fall get out. ready.
2: Get yourself warmed up. Ross,
1: Austin I don't know if you theory saw i
3: say a word, lads. You have a good time. Ross, I, I don't know if you saw the fireworks on Twitter when this <laughs> match finished. No, I missed between... the fireworks on Twitter. What are the fireworks on oh, Twitter? Wait a minute, let me do the
1: recap. We'll okay, go. right, Ross, okay, in right. theory, was kidnapped on the way to the ring, so Gargano has to do it without the help of the way.
3: Presumably
2: by, Dexter, on, Jack. Loomis. Presumably by Dexter Loomis, by the way. I thought we I saw thought, him, didn't we? No, it was, yeah. Did we see yeah. him? Oh, right, Presumably, yeah. no, it was I thought it was just his hand, right fair enough. Okay. It would be
1: good if it was just a hand,
2: <clears throat> Yeah, but yes, so Gargano won, yeah. Um, yeah. Then I tweeted saying, I thought that was a really good match. It wasn't a Johnny Gargano kickout fest, but a lot of people were still complaining about it. So I said, surprised that people didn't like that because basically I thought it was really, really good. And then Matthew just replied, no.
1: <laughs> I was knackered. Because I went for me big walk that I have every Sunday, so my friend was like, do "You want to watch NXT?" I'm like, "Sure." And I nearly fell asleep on the couch, so I was just like retweeting people doing stuff, say the funny things. So you were like, "Wow, Johnny Gargano's, hey Johnny Gargano's great!" Like, and all this, I'm just, <laughs> glad like, I'm he's too taking tired. my point of view nah. seriously
2: here. This, is good.
1: yeah, <clears throat> uh, I realized during this match that it's not Gargano I have an issue with because he still has the ability to do good stuff in the ring. It's just what NXT are doing with him, and a lot right. of the. The roster because the first time I've seen an NXT thing
3: since uh what was the last one? War uh in games? your house ha- no not in your house what I'm talking about was, was it War it? Games
2: War Games was it? Nah.
3: Yeah was it not one rumble weekend I don't think there was, was I feel that? like, nah, the, there I, feel like the, I feel like there was something was it like a <laughs> weekly I'm special gone blank? yeah
1: hang on let's go on Google how bad is that oh, anyway the point was it's the first time I've seen one for a while and once you watch a full show of it, you do go. There are a lot of very similar bits in these matches. A lot of people doing the same things. Lots of same moves and spots. All right, it well, was it
3: was war games.
1: Okay. okay, thank you, Ross. The where have you been? Where have you? We've needed you, mate. Don't never have any time off ever again. <laughs> but, um, yeah,
2: okay. Go oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, yeah.
1: Sorry, I meant I meant my long with a point a bit shorter. My point was, what you got going to do his thing is great until. You can almost see like Shawn Michaels be like, all right, now do that for 30 minutes. say, all right. You know that natural wrestling stuff you do, and you and Kashir can do really well? Yeah. Okay. Stop that for a second and do something really stupid looking. Like you both leapfrogging one over to get an arm bar, which did not look good. But the rest of the stuff, of the match did look good. On top of that, the story's going to be that you are a. Uh, what's an insult we can do? You're a dit. now, I don't want to say that. You're a bad man. You're a bad man with a bunch of bad people in the way and you cheat to win. So naturally, we're going to have a takeover match where you don't have the way to help you. Oh, that means that Gargano's going to lose, right? That makes sense. Kushida's got him right where he wants him. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. storyline that Gargano's retained and ran away, but now he's with Kushida. He's going to lose. Yeah, no, Gargano's going to retain. Yeah. Gargano, the bad man, is going to beat Kushida yeah. clean and the, no cheating, he just... Got the armbar, gave Martino DDT and then pinned him. I'm like, All right, cool. Right. That sucks. And last thing, they did the exact same crap thing with um with Swerve Strickland. He was taking Santos Escobar. Escobar's lads were there ringside. Then he got chased away. It's like, great, Swerve's gonna win. Oh, even playing field, whatever you say it. And then Swerve went, wow, look at that ring post dunk, and then did that and got pinned. And I'm so- like,
2: what a crap story. So, a lot of people said this to me in response. A lot of Matthew's little disciples said this to me. Oh, oh, right. A lot of his little slugs said this to me on Twitter. (laughs) Um, No, I'm joking. A lot of people... What do you call me? A lot of people, in a non-insulting way, to be fair, just said, I've got an alternative point of view. I disagree with Kushida losing. And I said, I understand that, but this is clearly setting up for Gargano versus Loomis. So, I don't have too much of a problem with Gargano beating Kushida. I know how hard Kushida is. He won the PWwC, <laughs> But in this instance, I can sort of accept him losing. I know that he's not really had anything to shout about since starting NXT, really. So I hope that does turn around soon. But this time, I was okay with it. I do understand the other point of view, though. I do.
3: That's where I think people are getting a bit mixed up, aren't they? Because it's not NXT, Kushida, just in terms of sheer kayfabe and how he's been booked and what he's done and what more importantly, he hasn't done. Him losing to Gargano is completely fine. Johnny Gargano is the, the bloody god of NXT, isn't he? Heel or face, isn't he? He's Mr. Takeover. Johnny Takeover. Johnny Wrestling. All that stuff. Can't beat him. But I thought this match was very... Because I, I get Matthew's point of the, the, the Takeover matches and the, the near falls and whatnot. And this, there was a couple, but there was nowhere near as many as there normally is. And it was just, I, I thought it was just a really good wrestling match. I really enjoyed it, Me.
2: I thought people were waiting to hate it and then made themselves hate it subconsciously
3: in their minds. And I've, I've like, said before I'm not, I'm not Johnny Gargano's biggest fan but it's not his, it's not his wrestling it's I just, am. His, just him <laughs> just his character I don't really this might, this might be terrible of me to say but I watch him doing his heel stuff and I think to myself like I could come up with that doing it on YouTube oh. do you know, I think oh. it's really basic and really sort it. of car, carry on camping but Americanized a bit
2: it is a little bit I do agree with that you yeah. know what I mean carry on, carry on Columbus yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah I enjoyed the match I thought it was good
2: We've had a nice, we've had a good discussion there. Apart from when I great minds battling it out. Apart from when I call people slugs, which I regret.
1: (laughs) Slugs. What a beautiful insult, though. I think it's just me though, as well, Jack. Whenever somebody goes, "That was a great match," and no one can say different, I'm like, "Oh well, come on." You're just begging to have someone reply. Like, like, oh, I don't know, a certain leader, a certain train aficionado sharing a tweet about his old Facebook status saying people who drink fizzy water are rotten and it's scum true. or whatever it was I said true. and he, he added me so I had to have all the Pachidi stands going yeah he never misses I'm like
2: oh so now you know no. how I felt when you replied to my comment with no and then all of your stands jumped no. in um, I did Ross I did Matthew deliver stands. a bit of a Ross I did deliver a bit of a zinger after that though to be fair what after was the like, zinger Jack I oh said he's good this. He, I said if he was called Jürgen Gergeno then Matthew would have loved him <laughs> It That's would have been
1: five five stars if it was in the Albahausen Turban hole. Yeah, someone said it would be five stars
2: in the Germany dome.
1: The Germany Dome! Someone said that. I think someone,
2: I think someone tweeted that, which is good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what they call it, the Germany Dome. The Germany Dome. dome.
2: <laughs> it just covers the whole nation. Yeah. It's really big.
1: Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. If I was there live, I'd be like, yeah. Um, Whatever, Germany the Germany's for five stars? So, yes, uh, it's NXT, uh, just like I haven't got any issues with Gargano. MSK defeated the Grizzled Young Returns to win the Men's Dusty Classics. Just a reminder, when the last time there was indie wrestling, MSK are still the current PWG Tag Team Champions.
2: (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Oh, dear.
1: Not saying it's been a while since they last ran, but here we are. And I like this. I like this a lot. MSK are good flippy dudes i mean, enjoying them since PWG and then they went to uh, Impact. And it's great that they're getting to do their thing. Yeah. That's it. And I like Grizzled Young Veterans just because they act. Grizzled! Yeah. Young Veterans! And uh, that's, that's so they're two for two for losing in the Dusty Classic Finals.
2: Keep mm. them doing it every year. I love watching them lose. They're yeah. so good at being horrible. I wrote a feature on it for the website this week. Um, just a little plug there. And also, I was watching it. I had the double, delight, the double pleasure of watching it with not only someone who predicted them to win in Owen, but someone who's a scouter and really wanted them to win. And I was, I had the, the just the sheer delight of the bad guys losing. It was brilliant. Loved that match. Although this one was the match with loads of kickouts in, to be fair, but it was really good.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is I'm the one the you, This is the one I thought you were going to take issue with because there was that one kickout where um i forget not wesley the other one i keep forgetting his name nash carter nash carter that's the one he was outside the ring somehow he'd been annihilated and then zach gibson and james drake had uh, wesley on his own and there was some move they did to him it was another some tag team move i can't quite i was quite drunk when i saw this uh NXT. <laughs> um, and i was thinking well that's it they've got it they've got it done and he kicked out and i was thinking matthew's gonna take issue with that one but i don't think you have have you
1: if I was to take issue with every ridiculous kick out in NXT, there'd be no positivity in this. So I'm just I've just switched off that bit of my brain. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. And it was just like, yay, flips. Uh. But also I like the fact that a variety, NXT do are doing a lot more variety than it. it used to be, just singles match between this dude and this dude. And when you have that, then it's then you see the the actual script being used mm. in multiple matches. But at least they're doing tag matches and this. And uh, you know breaking up the variety with oh I don't know what could follow this um, Cameron Grimes' music video about (laughs) being rich go on because he is legit rich apparently so I've read online I saw
3: that someone said it was was a a gimmick that's imitating real life (laughs) apparently he did actually invest in one of these online thingies that I don't understand what whatsoever
1: (laughs) yeah the GameStop thing apparently he did for real so they just made it his character because
2: that's how it works he's doing it well he's pulling it off very well being rich. No, the... Yeah, yeah. Bit the funniness of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Io Shirai defeated Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez to retain the NXT women's title. And God, this is weird to see these three different worlds combining. Mm. There's Io Shirai I'm not that familiar with. Tony Storm watched her in Europe and she was awesome. And yes, she has wrestled in Germany. <laughs> and Mercedes Martinez, and I do to just remind myself, that is the same Mercedes Martinez from like oh three, oh four, right? Yeah. Like years and years ago, like just casually in this NXT match because W have signed everybody.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, i I felt bad for them because the match was all right, but the yeah. table, like oh, what's that called? Is that I am not the table? Yeah, I'm
1: gonna have. Uh, you've seen the French painting where it's the pipe that says this isn't a pipe in French,
2: okay? Right, fair enough
1: on a table. And no one's going to get it and people are going to call me an idiot and it's going to be great.
2: Yeah, good.
1: But yeah, apart from that little mishap, uh, Shades of When... You remember in the 2000 when oh, it was Perry Saturn versus Eddie Guerrero a pay-per-view? Okay. And China's at ringside dealing with Perry and Perry's just like, Sort off. He gives her a clothesline and China goes into the announce table <laughs> and just kablashes. Like, oh, great.
2: Tony didn't even do that. She was clearing it. And it just yeah. went, no... And I want to know what they had planned. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Look <clears throat> big dive off the scaffolding. Saved it. I thought it was all right, apart from that. Yeah, it was Me fine. being the beacon of positivity <clears throat> that I'm renowned for being.
2: I feel like it lacked a bit of unpredictability because I, I think everyone knew he was going to win, but, you know, still good. Yeah.
1: And the main event, which I'm going to hear Jack's thoughts on, Finn Balor oh. defeats Pete Dunne to retain the NXT Championship. Uh, before we've gotten to the after stuff, I like this match. Wait, no, Matthew, let Jack finish. Yeah, Jack, what did you say? Wait, what? No, go Why on, what, want... what were
2: your thoughts? Why do you want my thoughts on it, particularly? Because you're cool. Thanks, man. It's a I, podcast. Really, I really enjoyed it, but I enjoyed the aftermath even more.
1: Fabulous. I'll do that bit then. This hasn't worked at all. I'm very sorry. Uh, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch attack afterwards, but they're chased off by the Undisputed error. Adam Cole then takes everybody by surprise. Super-kicking Balor... And Kyle O'Reilly to that, end the show.
2: I went, yeah, I did. I tweeted, yes, when he kicked Baller, And then I went, wait, no, because he kicked <laughs> Kyle. And I thought, oh, my boys have broken up. But at the same time, as you mentioned earlier, if this means Kyle O'Reilly going to start getting big singles matches and stuff, I'm all for it. Yeah.
1: I thought, sorry, I thought we were going to have some sort of like debate like we had with the Gargano match, because I saw a lot of people liking this match a lot of people disliking it. I think a lot of uh, your love for the match will come if you're from this area of the world.
2: Going, come on, oh, Pete Gunn and Finn
1: Balak, go at it, do right. all the holds and holds. I get it, I get what
3: you mean. Yeah. No, I, I still enjoyed it, um, just because, just because just just cause they're both really good. Did you enjoy yeah. it, Ross? Yep, it was like three matches, well, two or three matches in one, wasn't it? You had the, the, the sort of map-based stuff at the start, and it sort of developed into a, a big NXT thing towards the end. I really enjoyed it, and obviously the heel turn. Was earth shattering, if not a bit oh. devastating, on our on the part of our Kyle. Mm. It was a good way to go. I think it was I think it's about time Undisputed I broke up. I think it's the they've, they've had their go. Time to go their separate ways. I feel sorry for Bobby Fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even there to try and stop yeah. it. Yeah, where was he? Well, injured, I think he's injured, isn't he? Injured again. Again? I think oh. so. Good God. Oh well,
1: Can't with we a nicer guy. And uh, yeah, I like the uh, almost the silent film acting style of, uh, of like, oh, glad I knocked Pete Dunne down. And then Balor looking at his hand, it's like, wait, no, he's got a hold of my fingers, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He maintained fingers control like Okada would. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, and it worked. Every time it's like, no, my fingers. Yeah, really silly, but it <laughs> no! worked really well. And again, variety. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> Monday Night Raw. There we go. Miz opens the show and introduces Drew to Miz TV. Drew is in no mood for the Miz, understandable, and eventually headbutts him. Drew leaves while Miz reveals that he's removing himself from the Elimination Chamber match. I guess because someone realised, hang on, he's money in the bank holder. Why does he need to be in this match? Does is make any sense?
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I hate it when they do that. And I love that match. You know the I think it's Royal Rumble twenty fifteen. Cena, Rollins, and Lesnar. Mm. But Rollins didn't need to be in the match because he was Money in the Bank holder. I don't. Oh, know you're right. I. <clears throat> yeah, but it was. I mean, that was still a very good match. Mm. Not very good. I sound like such a snob there. That was still marvelous. <laughs> oh,
1: <a> splendid match. <laughs> Riddle teams up with the Lucha House Party to break some sort of record for worst segment in Raw backstage <laughs> history. Sorry, to defeat the Hurt Business. MVP Cedric and Shelton lastly attacks afterwards and locks Riddle in the hurtlock where he belongs MVP's injured I was going to say say also in this match MVP suffered an injury
3: I did something this week that I've never done before and because I wasn't working when I saw this week's role I fast forwarded a segment because I I knew I didn't have to watch it and when I saw Riddle start to speak fast forward went on I cannot watch him I can't do it I I don't understand why he's so stupid I can't (laughs) He's a, he's a legitimate MMA man <laughs> he can do the MMA he is a hard man just have him kick people what's so hard why doesn't he do this
2: oh, the only people I can think of that would find it funny is children but are children going to get stoner humour it doesn't work there's no uh, demographic that can enjoy this unless there's but, some unless there's some pretty blazed kids out there loving it
1: well you know there's a lockdown on mm. but you're yeah, right but it's not even good stoner talk. It's just stupid.
3: What did he say so, this week? By oh, it was
1: President's Day, so he was asking the Lucha House Party who their favorite presidents were. And again, Lucha House Party, I have to go. Wow, that's that's great. That is like me. Cheers. What? A, <laughs> as he said, oh uh, Abraham Bro Lincoln. George, bro, why all these puns that you just, just don't even work. Surely a
2: bro Lincoln. I hope that a was bro, it. A bro
1: ham but He's too high to get the puns. Yeah. Just says bro at random times. <laughs> Barack, bro Obama, And they're like, okay, great. Like, do you know any Mexican presidents? He's like, what? Uh, yeah, uh, it made me hate Matt Riddle. It made me hate Lucha House Party. It made me hate presidents. <laughs> <laughs> and if any of our mates, if any of our mates who smoke weed and do other stuff heard Matt Riddle talking like that, they would assume he was an undercover narc and they would sold him <laughs> oregano and told him to piss off. Uh, so, moving on, Akira Dezawa wins the 24 7 title from R Truth backstage, but immediately loses it to the number one icon, best selling merchandise seller in all of WWE, Bad Bunny. Mm. With the help from Damien Priest, who.
3: I DP? Big, big DP.
1: Yeah. DP. You know, bang. Uh. Yeah, this, yeah is good for, this is good for uh, Bad Bunny. Damien Priest is going to be knackered once Bad Bunny leaves, though. It's going to be like well uh, on... Mojo Raleigh when Gronk doesn't return his calls.
3: <laughs> I'm saying it's true business on Doree's part as well because Mr. Bad Bunny, he's doing a sing-song on SNL, which is watched by more people, I presume, than watch wrestling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it is funny because in one way, it's just like, oh, that, that makes sense. That's good. Business sense by WE point your head at your, point your head point your head at your finger. Well done, Matthew. But on the other hand, is anybody been going, Wow, that's the twenty four seven champion, Bad Bunny <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday on that's a good point.
3: Will anyone recognise the twenty four seven title that doesn't have the W logo prominent in the middle?
2: It's time for Colin to win the
3: twenty four seven title. Bad Bunny's turning up in his oh. in his backyard.
1: Oh, aye.
2: oh I'd love that. Dig that continuity, bloody hell!
3: Yeah, what going to happen? There, isn't wasn't there it? talk a while ago of Colin or Michael coming back? Really? Oh, surely Colin. He stole the show. I don't know. Mike Michael's a underdog isn't
2: he Yeah, Colin had the same. I've never gotten over it. Colin's got the same voice as Cody Rhodes. It's so weird. Just like exactly, exactly the same. Sorry, guys.
1: It's okay. We love you. Cheers. <laughs> Asuka and Charlotte... Oh, I've already forgotten this happened. Asuka and Charlotte Flair face Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. All right, before the match, Lacey goes, I can't wait to beat you, Asker, this Sunday. And we're going to get you tonight. Lacey Evans in the match refuses to tag in and eventually abandons the match. She gets on the microphone and reveals that she's pregnant. There's a pause. Rick struts and shouts, Woo, call me daddy! And then the camera zooms in on Charlotte's Sad face. I'm so confused about what we were supposed to be feeling or thinking during this because they didn't say, Oh, Ric Flair's the dad. They didn't go, Okay, did Lacey know she was pregnant? And why was she talking about the match on Sunday? And also, why was the last shot on Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, that
3: last point's obvious because it's Charlotte's is the most important <laughs> one. But the way that Rick sort of went, uh, towards Lacey, the, it was inferring that Rick's just she, she rode Space Mountain and just ended up pregnant. Yeah. That, that was what was in, heavily implied there.
1: Yeah, but they didn't say it, and you know, it's Ric Flair. You go, know, woo. But I, just, I hope it is. I hope that's going to be the thing. But I don't. <laughs>
3: no, Why well, could it just, well, just be like, you know, she comes out on the stage and goes, I'm pregnant, everybody, and this Pyro go off? Why don't I? Because <laughs> that's um, an
2: AEW thing. Apparently, she really is as well. This isn't yeah. just an angle. She so, shoot preggers. Last last week, I got a bit jealous of uh, of people like Tom and Ross and Pachidi, who made a bit of money uh, betting on Shinsuke Nakamura and then cashing out when his odds shortened. So I stuck twenty quid on Lacey Evans to be asked. Oh. <laughs> because when don't bet on wrestling everybody, it's stupid. But I looked at the odds and it was like it was like six to four underdog for Lacey and I was like she's gonna win she's gonna beat Asker and gonna set up Charlotte versus Lacey and I was so confident I was like I'm gonna do it 20 quid on and um, I'm hoping the match gets called off so I can get my 20 quid back Sky bet because if it just happened if it's just Charlotte standing in the ring sorry Asuka and they count Lacey Evans out because they're still promoting the match at this time of recording I'm really nervous for my 20 quid <laughs> like really nervous
1: uh, Jack, what were the odds on El Geo to Lacey Evans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, it's just amazing how weird WE segments are where you're supposed to get what's happening but you're like, I don't know because you focus on know Charlotte for some reason.
2: And you know when you feel like the world's against you? Because I put that bit on and I thought, money in the bank, I've got it. Cha-ching. Turn on Raw and Lacey Evans goes, I'm pregnant. I'm like, it's just an angle. She's just getting ahead. She's gonna, It's going to be fine. And then I go on like a news website or whatever and they're like, Lacey Evans is definitely pregnant for real. And I'm like,
3: how can did he, this Did you cash out as soon as you saw that? There was
2: no cash out option available. Oh my God. And I was just thinking, how can this happen to me? Because this is me. <laughs> this is the most important person in this story. <laughs> Congrats to Lacey or whatever, but why is this happening to me?
1: Now we need an edit where it's like, I'm pregnant. It cuts to Rick. It cuts to Lacey. It cuts to Jack going.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I just, can, why does it need to be made like, because whenever you do why did it have to be made like into Rick getting Lacey pregnant, why did that need to be a thing that was put out there, like why, they do it every time and it's just, it's always uncomfortable and you're just feeling sorry for Lacey like imagine her backstage and I don't know Michael PSA's rocks up and goes Oh, have got a great idea for your pal <laughs> how's this one for size why does it always need to go down that route yeah, yeah Unless it's Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch was a nice a refreshing change from the norm, wasn't it, back in the day? Last year. Well, say back in the day. Back last in the day. <laughs> <sighs>
1: and you know what? You're right, Ross. But this has all been so bad that I'm happy that it's just going further and further down. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant for real. Rick Flair's the daddy. Oh, it's so stupid and crap. I love it.
2: But the match is still on as we record as this. this video. My 20 pounds is in the balance right now. And I don't even want the winnings anymore because Lacey's not going to win. She's pregnant. I just oh, want the What mastery. if she does win? She's not going to win. If she does, I'm taking us all out on the town. We can't do that. We can't do that. But never mind.
1: What if that's the thing? They go, Ladies and Gentlemen, history's been
2: made the first ever pregnant women's champion. If that happens, then I'll be the, the happiest little boy in Newcastle Town. It's
1: not going to I'll happen. wait for next week's podcast. <laughs> the Miz wants Alan Pearce to insert Morrison into the chamber match in his place. But Pierce feels like Kofi Kingston is more deserving. Kofi shows up and goes, wait a minute, he's not even a former World or WWE champion. And uh, Miz points out correctly, uh, John Morrison is a former ECW champion of the world. Uh, and they have a match and Kofi wins, earning himself a spot in the match. But I like the uh, reference, on homage, that's the wrong word, the reference to the ECW and sci-fi brand where Kofi got started, the Miz became good, and where they had their first match together together in what, 2007, 2008, and They're still having matches now on Raw.
2: Did Kofi start on that brand? Wow. Yeah. wow, when he was
1: Jamaican. Oh, yes, and they put Miz there just because no one, no other brand wanted him. Right. They mean, our team up with Morrison, nothing will happen. <laughs> Good times. Randy Orton cuts a video promo about how he's going to win the elimination chamber match, but he's cut off by footage of Alexa Bliss. She appears to be in the middle of a satanic ritual to resurrect the feet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah just as you do it's just part of the course at this point isn't it
1: oh uh, yeah what are your thoughts Ross
3: last week's role was a, a lovely breather from all this spooky bollocks I just I, it's not I don't know what you even say it's just there's a fine line between it being like you know spooky in a good way and just being naff but every single week and it's no fault of Alexa I think she's quite convincing in the role it's just what they're having to do it just makes you go this is just naff it <laughs> I don't know if that's just my opinion of it,
2: Alexa's legitimately a good actress. I remember seeing footage of an old NXT promo class where her and Scott Dawson were like a hit couple. And she was like, oh, howdy now? Just not acting like we know Alexa Bliss is at all. And I was like, she's really good. But even she can't save this, unfortunately.
1: I think it's funny that we went from being, okay, a bit subtle and ironic with the the Firefly Funhouse and doing this crazy stuff, but under the radar, and I like that... Uh, I can't remember the word for it there, but you're getting stuff under there and like, oh, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of not. It's ironic. To flat-out, no, I'm doing a satanic ritual to summon the things. <laughs> <laughs> this is actual devil worship now. It's awesome. And it's funny because I don't care about that type of thing, but seeing people online going, What?
3: Oh, I not oh, believe brilliant. that! Oh, this is this is too far. Using the the what's <laughs> that, that symbol called? I've forgotten complete pentagram. Pentagram. pentagram, pentagram. Using the pentagrams to step too far. How could you do this?
1: No, sorry, sorry, lads. We can't call him that. That AAA have that name trademark.
2: <laughs> Are these the sort of people who wanted like Dungeons and Dragons banned in the eighties because it was satanic? That sort of thing, like the parents against the devil, or that. We're kind of
1: right in this case, aren't they? Because look at Lexa Bliss turning all evil and sure up the screens. Go, well look. You can't <laughs> tell me that's not evil. That's <laughs> right. Lana almost pulls off a shock win against Shayna Baszler, taking advantage of a distraction caused by Nia Jackson her hole. Oh also Naomi brawling on the outside. Thankfully though, Shayna wins the match. Hopefully this is the start of a natural progression about Lana getting her groove back and becoming normal. But until then, seeing her come back like, uh, Oh no,
3: the wrestling <laughs> match. That was it, like uh, at the start of this match, you're watching Lana in the corner, like looking visibly worried. Just thinking, you need a new career. Like, you're a wrestler. You're in a, you're, you're about to do a wrestling match against a fellow wrestler. There's no one to be scared of. You should be all right. You're a professional. Yeah. It's weird. Could you argue
2: that Lana came in as a manager for Rusev? She's found herself thrust into this world of action and violence. Thrust well, two been, years later. Because she's been wrestling. Yeah, she's been wrestling for a while now, hasn't she? Yeah.
3: That Mixed yeah. Mass Challenge was at least two years ago, wasn't it? When, oh, she um, was having a
2: great time in those matches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: eating yeah. raw steaks with Rusev yeah the dream we all love home.
1: that yeah <laughs> yeah right now there's not a lot to cheer for he comes out and looks like petrified I mean it wouldn't be chanting for Linford Christie if he comes out it's like
2: oh I'm gonna run Linford, <laughs> Linford, <laughs> Linford
1: Christie what a ref trying to think of Olympian sorry
2: <laughs> the first one <laughs> You all in the
3: nineties, aren't you? Still, you what? Know, no. was what was that? What was that? show you had on It was like you gotta beat the rest. dedicated is oh, what you need. It was Limphric Christian. Record A-Lady. breakers. Record oh. breakers. What a program that was. Wow. Do you remember oh, that on CBC? Right. Yeah, aye. Record breakers.
2: Ah. Oh. What was? Which one, yeah. What sport did Limphric? I'm thinking of Colin Jackson. He was the hurdler, wasn't he? What? what was uh, a
3: sprinter. 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 Right.
1: Aye. Nothing to do with raw, but better than saying, sounds like Lana needs more Satan in her diet. Braun Strowman shows up on Raw for the first time since being a dick to Adam Pearce to be a dick to Adam Pearce backstage. Braun is furious that he isn't in the chamber match. (laughs) All right. Pearce explains that it's full of former WWE champions and Braun isn't one. Neither is Morrison, but he lost to Kofi anyway. Braun says, I was universal champ. And he goes, that doesn't count. (laughs) Uh, Braun tells Pearce to send a message to Shane. He needs to make this right or else he'll pay. Oh, no. So clearly Braun's learned nothing from Ross, getting suspended you, after being Ross, a stick. Ross, Go are you on,
3: thinking of what I'm thinking here? WrestleMania, innit? On one side of the ring, sweating profusely will be Shane McMahon. And on either side, Matthew, I can see you're still looking confused, will be Braun Strowman. No yes, And we're going to get All kinds uh, of All kinds of Homages to the big show And Shane from 2001 Or whatever it was Test
2: getting involved Back then Which way will he
3: go Which way will he go Steve
2: Blackman Shane's good at these Sort of matches Ross he But he'll do win it. though
3: He'll win Oh crap he will yeah.
2: <laughs> That's, that's where the issue is He'll win yeah, He'll get he a won. few
3: henchmen Over the next few weeks And he'll win
2: He'll bring back Corbin And will for some reason <laughs> oh. Turn heel again He'll be his
3: pal Shane and his dirty dogs yeah. Like, it should, it, should be, it should be like 2001. Shane does some massive, impressive things, and we're all going, wow, Shane, you're amazing. You're not an actual professional wrestler. You're just a glorified stuntman, and we appreciate you for that. But now we're in the modern day and age, and Shane's done a few Muay Thai classes or whatever, and he's a legitimate <laughs> fighter. He could beat up Chuck Norris and everybody else involved, and it's, it's weird. And I, I, my brain can't and refuses to process it, quite frankly.
2: Shane will lose. I've got faith that Braun will win that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm sounding really naive. Shane wouldn't put himself over at WrestleMania.
3: Shane has a, a W in the column. In the has a mark in the W column against yeah. one Drew McIntyre in Saudi Arabia, which of course, as we all know, is the equivalent to WrestleMania. I
2: thought that was Roman E.B. beat. What did I say? Drew McIntyre.
3: I meant Roman Reigns. He had Drew equally, in his corner.
2: Equally as impressive, if not more so. I don't
3: know if there were shenanigans, but not much. There was shenanigans. They had a competitive match before the shenanigans took place and something similar is going to happen here and I, I would love it if Braun beat him. I'm going I there. I would love it. Happy birthday this week to Kevin Keegan, 70 years young to, uh, this week, sorry. Wow. God. I can't believe he's 70. 70. Bloody hell. So there we have we need Kevin Keegan to come back and save WrestleMania by just kicking Shane McMahon hard.
2: If mm. that match does happen, we need to be all in on supporting Braun via the medium
3: of Kevin Keegan. <laughs> we really do. Oh,
2: Think of the shirts, think of the merch. Is Kevin Keegan on Cameo?
3: That's what I (laughs) Yes! Yes. Oh, my God, if he is. I'm getting a Google now. Let's buy buy Braun a a Kevin Keegan Cameo in the build-up to WrestleMania. (laughs) I don't think he is, unfortunately.
1: I I think (laughs) he did it for a bit, and then it's like, after the first 300, can you say, I would love it? Yeah. It's like, all right, enough. Enough, I don't care. (sighs) We get the now traditional pre-elimination chamber gauntlet match. AJ beats Kofi. Drew eliminates AJ and Jeff Hardy. Orton gets himself counted out after being distracted by <laughs> Bliss appearing on all the Thunderdome screens uh, on the Satan channel. Sheamus beats Drew to win the match and secure the late, latest... Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, the latest entrance in the Chamber match on
2: Sunday. The late, like the last... No, the you're last right. Enter. That's the actually final, the right way of using that. Well the done. final entrance, I suppose. Yeah, The final entrance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: this match Alright, I'd skip most of it because it's like, all right, there's not that much drama or intensity in these These matches which did used to feel like they meant something when Seth Rollins was doing all those really long performances, but now it's just Okay, cool. But that's just me. What did you think,
2: Jack? Well, I agree. That that Rollins one came out of nowhere as well. And I think he beat Roman and Cena back to back, and everyone was just like, What's going on here? The Kofi one was still all right. Then they made the new day, do a tag one to get Kofi in the match. And now after all that, by this point, I do feel like it's run its course. What's with Matthew asking me a question and taking the biggest drink ever? It happens on a weekly basis and it's so, so sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm no. Multitasking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am dry. Yeah, but you time it. You time it every time so it looks like you don't care what I'm talking about. You go, Jack, what about you, pal? And I'm just like, oh, you horrible little man.
1: You know what? I may have, via Pavlovia, well, i it. it Pavlov. It's a, I may have knackered myself, and when I'm I, whenever you're whenever you're talking, I will get thirsty.
3: Yeah, oh no, nah, I'm gonna ruin my brain. Be to be anyway, all, I, I I'll take drinks when you two are speaking. I just hope you? it's like it's like not My turn to speak, so I'll take a drink when I can. Oh, I'm still fair listening. enough.
2: I probably do it as well. Then I'm sorry, Matthew. And I no, do agree.
3: You are right. I do it, but no, and I'm, I'm
1: like I'm not even that thirsty. But I'm like oh, Jack's Jack's talking. I do agree Must with your drink liquid. Sorry, you go ahead. I
2: do agree with your I do agree with your point though as well. I do agree. No, it's all right. I, I do. I feel like I've ruined the atmosphere. I'm sorry, lads. In fact, there was a news video I did with Tom recently where he asked me a question and I knew that he wasn't listening to me. And then his cat magically appeared on the screen. And he went, oh, the cat's here. And I thought, you've just been prodding the cat on the screen. You weren't listening to me. And he thought I was a fool. He thought I didn't realise, but I did. Sorry. Yeah, Tom
1: can get away with that because he's very good at it. That's the radio personality in him.
2: Ah, I But he wasn't. I could tell he was doing it. He was going... He was doing his noise where, like, you say something and he goes, okay. But he's not listening. He's prodding Pablo on screen. and then after You should him, have said
1: something like, yeah, and uh, I think that this will be a good match. Tom smells.
2: And he just yeah. goes, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, right, there, there you yeah. go.
1: And his cat comes on to
3: agree, I guess. Uh, Either closing thoughts on Monday Night Raw or the concept of drinking, Ross? Uh, the concept of drinking is necessary. We all need it to live, don't we? We all need some water. Um, but Raw, uh, I can't remember a thing that happened in that gauntlet match. No. And I had, I had Raw on my lap in front of me, watching intently. So read into that what you will. In fact, no, Seamus attacked him from behind, didn't he? That's, that's a thing I can remember. There's a thing that happened. Oh, did he? At the start of their bit, right? Yeah, okay. he came, his entrance theme played and the camera was on the, on the Tron, but he came up from behind and that's how he got the upper hand as Matthew goes out of focus for the first time in a while. No! No, he's back. He's back. Look, I'm drinking what?
1: Look, it doesn't go out of focus. That's it. Oh. It needs sustenance or it goes out of focus. Anyway, AW Dynamite. Hangman Page teams up with Matt Hardy again. This time to defeat TH2. And it does appear that Jack Evans gets a little uh, hit in the head after taking a very rough power bomb with his head landing on the back <coughs> of uh, his partner's leg. Oh. Because then later on he goes for a, an insane... But obviously, Jack Evans can get away with doing stuff like this. Middle rope Phoenix Splash Is that why doesn't really work. It? I feel
3: right. bad now. I try, I try to leave those botches out, that WTF series I do, that a few people watch. And I, I brought it up this week because I thought, that's, that's too that's too far of a gap you've missed there, Jack. I can't not mention it. <coughs> <But> I, feel, <laughs> I feel like an me. arsehole now. Mm. Oh, Thanks, you Matthew. look
1: bad because of your botch videos, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Ross, you and those botches. Oh, I tell you over and over again. No, I mean, I think hopefully there'll be some sort of news update on him, see if he's all right, and then cross your fingers and hope he's all right.
3: That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I do like... We were just about to speak about Hangman. What was Are we moving on to something else?
2: There's more to come. There's there is more to come, come in the I match. Will so. shut up, Matthew. I'm, I, I
3: will shut up. Not you, Matthew. I will shut up, Matthew. Comma, Matthew. I comma, Matthew F- to his friends. The, the Peter, right. <laughs> Peter Fell scenario. Have Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> I will shut up, Matthew. Shut up, Matthew. Shut up, Ross. Right, Matthew. Hangman I knew page. what you meant. But you not yeah. say... Being and pedophile on the same
2: yeah, I was going to say we should clarify the pedophile scenario is a different no. thing
3: completely. Mark Austin I thought yeah people watch the podcast don't yeah, they yeah they'll know they'll know. Yeah, they'll
2: know I know but still uh, Matthew it's that pedophile scenario all over no.
3: again you remember that time Matthew no. I just like dogs uh, anyway
1: they had the match and then Matt Hardy I have that amazing contract that, I, that you signed last week, Hangman Page. I get 30% of everything that you make. Hangman reveals that the Switch contract from last week has, in fact, ensured a bout between he and Matt at Revolution. Matt agrees. Well, he's got a choice. And if Matt loses, then 100% of what he makes in that quarter goes directly to Hangman Page's back wallet. Anyway, while this is going on, Matt convinces TH2 to join Isaiah Cassidy oh, in beating down Hangman. Sorry, if I missed out a bit. In, yeah, it uh, is. Who is in... Uh, So, football mascot
2: Isaiah Cassidy comes out as the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot so we don't know it's it's him and then he's brought the new contract Hangman's brought him out right? Hangman's brought this mascot out but then Matt Hardy goes right well if I'm putting all my money up then you're putting all your money up and Hangman goes looks like we got a money match and then Matt goes get him and the mascot reveals that it's Isaiah Cassidy but Hangman brought the mascot out with the contract. And Matt was surprised about the contract. So who knows what? Here, I'm a bit confused.
1: So what you're saying is Isaiah is pregnant?
3: Yes, that's right, okay, correct. Great. Fantastic. I took, I took that as I, uh, Matt Hardy dressed Isaiah Cassidy in that mascot outfit all day long. Okay. Knowing that Hangman Page would have to bring out a contract. Not knowing it was the contract, but a contract. Cause, no, because Hardy took it away, didn't he? It makes yeah. no sense, does it? It's not crap. I love you guys putting this picture Unless oh, yeah. Matt...
1: Unless you know, Matt Hangman knew he could trust him because he's a big fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: Unless Matt knew about the... The only way this can make sense is if Matt knew Hangman had switched the contracts, acted surprised all the way through the segment... It was a just, ruse, yeah. ...just to get the jump on him. But I don't oh. think that's happened. I don't think he did know.
3: I hope had, it has. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I had not put this much thought into it. Yeah, but you're right. This This has holes all... It's like Swiss cheese.
3: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but but what I was going to say is I like oh, Hangman Page booking the trend. No pun intended because of horses and buckaroo and whatnot. Um, of being a babyface who has a brain. Mm, I'm a fan of how clever he is. And that is the why? point He'd I was be... going to make. That's, that's that the beautiful fantastic Ross. analysis that people tune in for. I know.
1: That was right because you know he's not dumb because he wouldn't have taken on all these men by himself if he didn't have his and he quote in what he said good friend's the Dark Order. Little by little, we get closer to the Dark negative Order one, page.
2: Negative one did the Get Em Boys. Matthew, have you heard the <laughs> Get Em Boys story? Get him Boys! <clears throat> the Get Em Boys story? You, you need to do that again, Jack. You didn't do it properly. Get him Boys! <clears throat> Pachy, when he was a babyface manager of WCPW, before he turned heel, which was a great heel turn, by the way, the glow stick gate. But when he was a face manager, he needed to punished some heels who were running roughshod over the ring. And he came on the stage and he went, I don't think so. Get him, boys. And the wrestlers took like 10 seconds to come out. So he goes, get him, boys. And then there's just a horrible pause. And they've definitely done it on purpose, haven't they, as well? Yeah. Like they've definitely, definitely stood in the back going, we love ribs.
3: <laughs> you're a subspecies of human. You're YouTubers. not a wrestler. You're not a wrestler. Yeah, you're you're below wrestler. us.
1: Yeah. Welcome We're to wrestlers. the business, kid. That yeah. <laughs> uh, that is yeah. well. That definitely happened. Rio beat Serena Deeb to advance in the women's tournament after a great back-and-forth match. Nice to mm-hmm. uh, talk about booking trends. Nice time to have a women's match this early on the show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bless you. I, I beg your pardon. And, yeah, great match, back-and-forth, very competitive. Fantastic. Women's wrestling, AW, is actually improving mm-hmm. bit by bit. Although and I was...
3: Sorry, go
2: Well, I was just going to say like, very quickly, I was disappointed that a lot of the brackets are already going to be shown on YouTube, not on Dynamite. But, you know, not even just the Japanese leg, like the American leg as well. A lot of those are just going to be shown on YouTube. Yeah. But sorry, Ross, what
3: were you going to say? I was going to come up with a massive statement. Oh. Taking this, like, the showmanship side of professional wrestling out of it, just look, it matches in isolation, bell to bell. I think Serena Deeb's my favorite female wrestler to watch in the world today. She's of the ones I'm exposed to. Just, she's just, so just the good. match not the showmanship where you know Sasha Banks and Bailey and people like that, they far excel compared to the rest but just in terms of belt to belt Serena Deeb is liquid wrestling personified
2: she's unbelievable
3: I mean how, she, oh, sorry, gone.
2: how long has she been this good and how was she never a champion in WWE well they didn't care about that back then
3: I suppose they didn't care about being good at wrestling if you're a woman just a trainer wasn't she mm. I said just a trainer. She was telling the, the other wrestlers how to do the wrestling, which I guess it's when you look at it, it's quite a good place to be. But she should have been on TV. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think she's very good. Layla Hirsch is still my favourite right now. All right. Okay. But really, oh, what a thing to argue over.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Orange Cassidy beats Luther in about a minute or two. It's like my dream match. You, right. Uh, after Chuck Taylor stops Sir Pentico from interfering... With a beautiful, awful waffle, The awful absolutely waffle. killed that snake. <laughs> <laughs> Team Taz call out Sting, who shows up. Uh, oh, also Taz blame. I didn't get this. My American friends explained it to me. Taz blames Sting for the outages in Texas.
2: The snow, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's been some snow in America,
1: in Texas, and it's completely knackered. Right, because uh... I guess
2: it's not built for snow, Texas.
1: Basically, is what I'm getting. Right. Uh, he is goaded into putting down the baseball bat by Taz he attacks but is overpowered and given a big fat big sandwich nasty powerbomb by Brian Cage finally yeah
3: finally someone on Team Taz has reacted with some physical brutality (laughs) how long's it taken and good on Sting as well for taking such a meaty bump on his first his first one for six years nearly
2: yeah I love the part where Taz, before Sting came out, where Taz was like, word on the street is that Sting's going to call out Team Taz. And I was like, he's been doing that for the past three months, Taz. Does he not watch?
3: And you've been stood there, Taz, with your gang of merry men doing bugger all about it. Oh, the poor poor here. That's Yeah, they've gone past
2: again. <laughs> I'd like to clarify, people might think by this stage that I live in like a really rough area. I don't, but police often go past for some reason.
1: Yeah, you don't, but your neighbours do. Kenny Omega is in a school reading the young book's autobiography to a class of young children (laughs) Callus tells him that they have to leave and the kids are upset Callus and Omega says they can play with Michael Nakazawa and the children beat up Michael Nakazawa
2: I forgot to mention the bit before this throw into this segment, JR (sighs) What did he say? He said and now it's time to see what Kenny Omega is up to. Kenny Omega, the WWE champion.
4: No, Jim. No.
1: This is what Cody was talking about. The relationship's working already. <laughs>
3: That's the thing. The Tony, Tony Khan is the forbidden doll, and this is just the forbidden doll doing some forbidden doll things. This is a working relationship is now official. I feel, Obviously. Like, this,
2: I feel like this is what we all feared from the moment JR joined. That we were worried that he'd say WWE instead of AWI, certainly was. And just when we thought he wasn't going to, he does it. And I felt bad for him, to be fair. I felt bad for him. And he came out on Twitter and said, I did it. Hands up.
3: (sighs) I hate it it when he does rubbish things as well. Because it's Jim Ross, for Christ's sake. But each week, he always drops a clanger. And it's just, like in our job as well, we can't ignore a camera. We can't go, oh, it didn't happen. And it's just, oh, it's it's sad. It's it's just because it's Jim. I love Jim Ross.
1: Yeah. I get what you're saying because on one hand you're going to say, well, it's a mistake and I have eyes and ears, and especially me with my little reputation. But some people are like, oh, but he is an old man. I'm like, okay, don't rub have been too severely then. So, But still.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
3: It's an awful one to drop.
0: It's a
1: big mistake. Yeah. I loved it. (laughs) Good luck, JR. (laughs) don't listen to them keep on call it whatever you want the UWF it. champion Kenny Omega <laughs> take on Jim Duggan in a tuxedo match right after the break <laughs> and uh, what do you think of the segment with Kenny Omega talking to some kids oh, and what the kids asking I just remembered are they lovers and he goes, well, are they in uh, love and he goes well they are brothers so they do love each other
2: so yeah. I'm a fan of AEW right but I did not I couldn't get on board with this segment and I tried my best but I didn't like it did either of you enjoy it
3: I enjoyed one part in, like, specifically, and that's where my new favorite wrestling personality, Alex Marvez, appears <laughs> out of thin air because he comes on the screen and Nakazawa is shocked because he can't believe that Marvez is there. The camera zooms out, and the only place Marvez could have come from was the kids' toilets, where he must have been hiding <laughs> all day. He must have been hiding all day in the cubicle going, oh, Kenny Omega's coming, I'm going to jump out when he least expects it. I'm <laughs> just imagining Marvez, the awkward bastard, just sitting in the kids' toilets all day, just waiting in the pursuit of journalism for the scoop. And you've got to commend that sort of behavior. We Obviously, when I was off, the, the golf course happened, just comes in out of nowhere. So I'm, I'm starting to think that Alex Marvez is a wizard. Yeah. just can see me, poof, out of thin air, he's there, fantastic stuff. But apart from that, I didn't care for the segment at all.
1: I think it would actually be good if Marvez is just the most boring wizard ever. So he just says, How <laughs> oh, do you get here, Marvez? Oh, I teleported. He's my wizard powers. A wizard? Yeah, I still don't care about you. <laughs> He's a you is a wizard. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I can make apples rise. Fantastic, can you? Great. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, the segment is just another one of these Kenny Omega is an idiot and look how goofy he is and he's stupid and all this. I don't really care because Kenny Omega's just playing this weird fanny. But <laughs> the Young Bucks again this is another point and we'll get onto the match that he had with Santana Ortiz but they're not very likeable. And I think no, we say no. this nearly every week it really doesn't help that the, the good nice Young Bucks have a book out alright people gonna buy it of course but like it's advertised every week twice on Dark and Kenny Omega, the bad guy, is going, the Young books are great. They're so successful and handsome and brilliant and amazing. And wow, they're so no. good. Now they've conquered and changed wrestling. I'm like, I hope they lose every match they ever have after
2: this. Didn't he say he was brilliant and handsome and successful? Yeah, but the fact he's reading the book to kids. But he are, Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. And then we see the
1: adverts. Like, no, really, they are great. By their book, yeah. Like, Mick Foley
3: didn't get this much press when his book was number one on the chart. yeah. <laughs> I find the dynamic between the books and Kenny and Don weird. I don't understand it. So the books
2: have lost Kenny. They've lost him, but Kenny still likes the books. But Don's Does trying he? to... Yeah, cuz he tried he wanted to run out and save them later on. Oh yes, he did, didn't he? But Don doesn't want any of that. But the good brothers still like the books or are pretending to to lull them into a false sense of security under the orders of Don or
3: something like that.
2: I yeah, don't know. I don't, much. Going I don't know
3: what's going on. It's a bit. It's a bit convoluted. But then, why do the books still like? Because but too sweet Kenny...
1: money. Yeah. The books The point, The, books, like
2: the books feel like Don has corrupted Kenny. This is my guess, and that Kenny's been turned into
3: something that he's not by Don, and they want their. But Kenny, is, we know Kenny is that though.
1: <laughs> but is
3: Kenny that? That's because... actually a
1: great <laughs> point, Ross. <laughs> we know you're not a funny. Everyone's like, "No, you are a funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've seen you."
3: This, then, is the, this is the return of the cleaner, isn't it?
2: This entire. Yeah, he's always been this deep down. Yeah. yeah. And then the books went through that weird phase where they just start kicking people and acting like heels, but they never really turn. I don't know, man. The,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: The own books beat Santana Ortiz <laughs> to retain the tag titles, but the inner circle beat them down afterwards, and they tapped the Jericho and MGF signature submissions. Sent up the Revolution tag title mm-hmm. match. Omega wants to make the save, but Callus stops him and instead sends out Gallows and Anderson. The inner circle retreat and Jericho is shoved by the, B- the Buck's dad at ringside, who did not need a credit or being told it was the Young Buck's dad. It was clearly the Young Buck's dad. It couldn't have been anybody else.
2: You couldn't, if you tried, look more like the Young Buck's dad than the Young Buck's dad does. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, without looking, without
2: Googling who it is, go <laughs>
1: write down what you think the Young Buck's dad looks like and then go and see how, if, how close you are to it.
2: If I was like pick it out of a police lineup and they went, which one's the Young Bucks dad? I would think he was the trick quest, like the obvious answer. I'd be like, well, it's not him. He's far too, he looks far too much like what the Young Bucks dad would look like.
1: But also at ringside, uh, JD Drake, uh, a guy from Evolve. His oh, partner's he? just gone to, to yeah, he's trying to hide in the back, but it, there's only one guy who looks like him. Right. It's him.
3: Oh, he's not going to get high landed, is he?
1: Well, no, he's not, it's not been announced that he has signed. I hope he's not. If he had been signed to WWE and he'd gone to an <laughs> AEW tape, that would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> uh, also, there, uh, Dory Funk Jr. and his wife, who was shown before the main event, and his wife was either on the phone for a bit or she was fast asleep.
3: I feel like she was on the phone. Her hands were twitching like out of camera, but her eyes were definitely <laughs> shut at the same time. <laughs> it was fantastic. You shouldn't was. laugh, should you? But it was fantastic. <laughs> oh,
1: <no. laughs> Brandy reveals that she and Cody are having a girl before Cody joins commentary to watch FTR versus the Sidal brothers. And the quote Boss Mars on Twitter Cody should have bladed in the gender reveal. Inject him with a dye, pink blood comes out easy. <laughs> <sighs> Twitter's great. FTR win. And go to cut Mike Seidel's hair, but the lights go down and they're ambushed by Jurassic Express. Uh, he has a new mask that looks so, exactly the same as the old slightly
2: mask. New, slightly, new mask. He's yeah. He's got
1: bigger
3: horns. Oh,
1: Oof, well,
3: slightly. Yeah, hey. hey, he's got an extra inch. Yeah, every inch counts and all okay. that. It's because of Bluetooth you, sponsorship.
2: Uh, and and they're gonna they're gonna face FTR and Tully soon. Yes. Ooh. That's right. Do you think Why he's still not? gonna be? Do
3: you think you'll be? I mean, I he's, all he's going to do, isn't it, is not it, just assist the old pile driver off the middle rope and then presumably pin Marco's stunt. Yeah. After FTR beat him down a bit. He might chuck Because he Marco could probably still do
1: the uh, slingshot... No, that's not what it's called. The Shades of Tully off the top rope to Marco.
3: Because he's small enough? Yes. Right, right. Mm. Oh, what's it's a called? weird one, is it? Because I know for a fact if this was... Dub- I'm going to go there, lads. If this was WWE... We would be going, oh, this is terrible. This is the worst thing that's ever happened.
2: If WWE had Tully Blanchett, though, I don't know.
3: Plus, but they I'm... wouldn't be using him in a, a, a like an innocuous six-man tag, would they?
2: AW are the fun parent, and WWE are the... No, wait, WWE yeah. got fire and Satan, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> Look, they are just going know. for a weird patch, but usually... Mid-crisis uncle.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-life crisis uncle, sorry. Have you seen...
1: it? Speaking of which, have you seen those rumors online on Twitter? Just rumors that Vince is actually dead. No, because no one's seen him in months. Oh my god, it's a little casual rumor that he's actually passed away, and people are just like, No, no, he's fine, he's fine, he's just busy, he's just in another room right now. And not only your calls going, I'm going to the toilet, and whatever, just do an impression of him and going back. No, I'm scared to join
2: him, I'm scared to join in with this joke in case it's real, because to me. In wrestling, the ultimate carny business—that's plausible. So I'm no, scared. They, to jo- they wouldn't announce that Vince is actually dead. I'm scared to join in in case it's legit. Yeah. Right.
3: Didn't his, um, didn't it like legitimately? Didn't his brother just pass away? So maybe he's just you know having a bit of. a Oh dreamer. yeah, that makes that makes more sense. That in
1: fairness, it sense. was people again. The, the little bit I saw, I just thought we were pretty up to see how funny it was, but the apparently it hasn't oh, been seen it before then. <laughs> well, no, the, no, not like Vince dying, but the idea hey, of Roger. like he's dead. Let's not tell anybody. <laughs>
2: Wait, my dad my dad reckons that David Bowie did the same thing. actually. really. Yeah, he's got a little theory, yeah. That, In, uh, any particular reason? He just thinks David Bowie was weird and he wasn't a big fan. didn't <laughs> <laughs> like David Bowie faked his death because was don't like, like him. And, when he, and then he was like, <laughs> uh, no he reckoned no he doesn't reckon I should clarify. he doesn't reckon that David Bowie is still alive now. He just reckons that David Bowie faked his death for a short while to see what people would think or to just be weird I don't know I need to ask him I need to get him to clarify what he means um, but you know he he was never a big Bowie fan he, he thought he he didn't like how he hopped around the genres in search of fame
1: <laughs> he's, he's not getting uh, David Bowie mixed up with Andy Kaufman is he <laughs> <laughs>
2: <sighs> also, and then, uh, like and, then, so- and then David Bowie took a pile driver from Jerry L- Lawler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ground controlled the to major Tom I need an ambulance <laughs> <laughs> Mike Seidel has returned to mainstream wrestling I want to say because I've been seen for a while and just because wrestling is way stupider than anything we could possibly write or perform Mike Seidel brother of Matt Seidel slipped off the top rope, the exact (gasps) same top corner that Michael Nakazawa greased up all those months ago. That's how it happened, all right? And he kind of slipped off his top rope move. Still, mostly hit it. But if you wrote that down and made that an angle, you would go, that's
2: crap. (laughs) AJ Styles did an angle in Chikara, didn't he? Where on night one of the King of Trios, he legitimately botched the, the forearm. And on the second night, he, he did it on purpose and the crowd all went way and then on the third night he took ages and hit it and everyone went way and it was masterful but Mike Seidel did not do this on purpose
1: we'll have to wait until next week then won't we well uh, I didn't Moxie Archer and Fenix win a wild <laughs> six man main event against Kingston the Butcher and the Blade Moxley is alone in the ring afterwards and is jumped by the Good Brothers Omega comes out with a contract for a rematch and he gets to pick the stipulation. And he picks oh my God. an exploding barbed wire death match. Moxie headbutts him, which I guess is a yes in the deathmatch world, and is beaten <laughs> down to end the show. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Sam Driver is booking AEW. Turns out. Can't wait for Tiger Master Turner. say
1: Samism.
2: Yeah, What? Well... So how are they going to do this then?
3: Properly. Do you reckon? Way aye. <laughs> few fireworks at ringside, bit of barbed wire, lovely stuff. God. That's it, because the, the one, that, the match they had last year, of course, was it? Was it last year? Was it the year before? I always forget this. Time is a mystery these days. Oh, Imagine, the glass. Yeah, that was gnarly. So they can't do the gnarly stuff.
1: Yeah, they yeah. can. And with it being out,
3: is it outdoor technically?
1: Yeah. Jacksonville
3: Daly's Place, yeah. Yeah. Is it there? I don't know if it's there. I presume no. it's there.
1: Well, anyway, we've no one been allowed in, as far as I know. And there's a few stragglers. Oh, no,
3: they're selling tickets for aren't they? Ah, oh. I'm sure JL said they're
2: $20. Yeah, but they're far away from the ring.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're really far. Oh, yeah, you're right, of course. Well, that's the major issue because in Japan, they weren't allowed to do them in outdoor areas properly anyway uh, because, you know, I can't, can't be blowing stuff up in indoor play venue. But, yeah, if they've been outdoor until they can't be mega rich, not that many fans around, yeah, they probably could. Christ. And they've never done it properly in American Indy, as far as I know. Maybe American they'll American
3: have indie. a... Because I, I remember watching a, a, a thing about Moxley where he was rehabbing from his injury when he was in WWE and he, he was training at this barn near his house. Maybe they'll have it there, like pre-taped sort of thing. Yeah, pre-taped sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Because you can just imagine John Moxley actually want to do this live and properly. Yeah,
2: he? I reckon they'll do it live. I'm just... I hope it goes well. I hope that it doesn't look naff.
1: Oh, me too. FM dub. Yes. Finally. Ah. Oh, ah, on NXT. Kyle O'Reilly opens the show. He wants answers from Adam Cole, baby. You super kick me in the face and put a knife in my back. I thought I was going to say you super kicked me in the back, but I guess that works. Uh, Roddy Strong comes out instead and tries to defend Cole. O'Reilly isn't having any of it. Yeah, and here good. comes Bala. Champ says that, hey, if O'Reilly wants Cole, he's to get in line. And he's suspicious of Kyle. But Strong says that O'Reilly had nothing to do with it. Suddenly, Pete Dunne, Lorcan and Birch attack and beat them down. And big Pat McAfee later sends in a video message bragging that he was right about Cole (laughs) all along. I love that. Yep. Nailed it, mate. Uh, Regal wants to book Escobar versus Cross. But Escobar sends a video message from home explaining he'll only face Cross on his own terms. could be asked to show up. Regal says the match will happen next week or Escobar is suspended.
2: Whoa. Do you think yeah. that he was stuck in the snow? It could be. Or possibly has I'm come 40. into contact with someone who's got COVID. Just any re- Do you think, I've, I got the sense that this was a last-minute thing because he couldn't show up for whatever reason. I, I always
3: know. just assume that all of the NXT rosters live in Florida. Just have to walk yeah. down the road. And oh, go to
2: yeah. Of course he'll live there, won't he? He'll be in one of those lovely cabins. <laughs>
1: Like Olympic Village,
2: (laughs) there was you know when they do videos of them like, like going around each other's houses and that, or like before COVID. I used to think that looks like a lovely place to live. You're there with all your pals. You've got a nice gym down the road. It's not far to work. Sun shining, all your pals. I thought I trying to think of a finishing point.
1: Where you live, isn't it, Jack? (laughs) Sun shining. Oh yeah, right. But it's not snowing and raining. It's it's shining. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Shorty Blackheart and Moon take on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. During the match, a van pulls up outside to Uber Eats and uh, Gargano <laughs> investigates. He returns with Austin Theory tied up in his underwear and Candice runs up the ramp to celebrate. Uh, this leaves Indy to get rolled up in the ring for three. Uh-huh. I You're a big don't... fan of the segment, Jack.
2: No. <laughs> I, I like Gargano's wrestling. But like you said earlier, they're not using him very well a lot of the time.
1: Leon Ruff beats Isaiah Swerve Scott, who brutally beats him down afterwards, angry at Ruff being handed everything. Guy at a point?
4: Mm.
3: I just need to say I haven't seen this week's NXT. (laughs) No worries, Ross. I I was locked in discussions with a potential straight to hell guest in my allotted (gasps) NXT watching time, so I couldn't. Oh,
1: fantastic! But are they already signed to WWE? So it can't happen.
3: Not yet, no. Okay, get it it done quickly. And I I hope she doesn't. Oh, she! Little teaser, little hint. That's all I'm saying, just in case it back out in
2: the end. Doesn't really narrow (laughs) down. Doesn't narrow down that much, does it? I suppose one of the three
3: women's wrestlers in the world. (laughs)
2: Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro defeated
1: Jesse, Kamea, and Alia. Despite Boa turning up to try to distract them, Lee arrives and marks Casey's hand with a black mark, saying she will purge her next week. Hang on, it's a start at Treasure Island, isn't it?
2: Oh, I was waiting for like... But she won't be able to, because she'll be at a party spreading the disease around.
1: Yeah, Casey already has a black mark next to her.
2: There we go. There it is. There we come go. On. I didn't know I was trying to guess which angle it was gonna come from. Um uh, what's going on here then? What's the mark about with Jiley and is she gonna what's she gonna oh, do to her next week?
1: Do you think Alexa Bliss is gonna go on I summon well, thee well, and then she's gonna appear in a in her bedroom over if she's doing that? It's like what? No, was, I don't want you on the fiend. Oh
2: no There are slight similarities between this storyline and the Alexa Bliss storyline on Raw. But this one's got people like Lee and Boa and that lady whose name I keep forgetting. What are they going to do? What's their aim? Where's this going? What do you reckon?
1: Jack, with my honest opinion, no idea whatsoever.
2: Do you think Jaili will get a title shot maybe? She's the the
1: next one. She's She's the the next next
3: challenger. Is she? Gotta be. Oh, she will be the next one. She will be. She is the next challenger. Let's speak it into existence. Yeah. There we okay. go. And right. she is going to win. No.
1: Yeah. Ross no. having better NXT predictions than us, despite not watching the show. No, Ra-
2: Ra- Raquel will be the next NXT Women's Champion. IMO.
3: Only if Xia doesn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh? coughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: Look, if we were a table away from Tony Storm winning it. Let's just remind ourselves. Beth Phoenix introduces the two Dusty Cup-winning teams. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax arrive to argue with Kai Gonzalez while MSK goof around the little rascals. There, is he, uh, is he done? Yeah, that
2: was... Uh, Called yeah. them rascals.
1: That was good. I like that. Cheers. cut. Yeah. I um, <laughs> was more oh, just the dear. fact that, like, wait. Hang on. If Kai Gonzalez challenge them for maybe Mania, I guess, at this point and win the women's tag titles, and take her back to NXT, how great would that be for Raw
2: SmackDown? How <laughs> <laughs> great would it be for Raw SmackDown? That'd be maybe, me. Maybe that's what they'll do, although I think they're challenging them on March the 3rd or something. Sooner the
1: better.
3: Sooner the <laughs> better, get him tilt. Oh, and well, no one's watching that match. No offence to the lasses involved, but Big Shaq's on AEW that day. <gasps> Big Shaq. Quick maths. They must have had a scheduling conflict. Him to be uh, on Dynamite and not the pay-per-view, surely.
2: I'm really, really surprised as well that they're doing this on Dynamite. Is it to get more eyes on the product? Or is it, as it,
3: you it say? Was ru- there was rumours, wasn't there, that, that uh, Revolution was on a date in February, but they were waiting for something to happen or not to happen, and I can't remember oh, what, what that was. Yeah. Oh, man. And maybe that had a bearing uh, on, on things. Maybe. Yeah, that was,
2: well,
3: what was it? That was Shaq
1: really- was asked if he wanted to do no barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm an either way Japan kind of guy sorry <laughs> and uh, that happened Tony Storm ambushes Io Shirai during a photo shoot and I can't remind us that she wasn't pinned in Sunday's title match those damn triple threat matches uh, Kushida is still hurting from Take Hour and is approached by Bronson Reed who says he's still going after Kagano's title and respectfully says he will face Kushida if he needs to on the way Malcolm Bivens then talks to Kushida securing a match with Tyler Rust for later on <laughs> Kushida wins that match when Bivens throws a towel in Rust tells Bivens he could have won narrator he couldn't <laughs> Zoe Stark gets a hype package she wins a match defeating a Valentina Ferros.
2: yeah I don't know much about Zoe Stark but good luck to her
3: good finisher I saw that on Twitter off to a good start yeah. like, like a GTS but with a flip Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's why people are talking about, wow, that's, it's nice to see uh, Thajacovic. Oh, no, wait. Whatever his uh, Retribution name is. Oh, someone stole his finisher again. Coming to see his notes app in four months' time. <laughs> T-Bar. T-Bar, thank you. Remember Retribution? Yeah. <sighs> Me neither. Uh, Bala, O'Reilly and Strong take on Dunn, Lorcan and Birch in the main event. Cole interferes, shoving Balor off the top rope and giving O'Reilly a brainbuster on the ring steps. A miscommunication leads to Baller hitting strong with a Pele kick, allowing Dunn to pick up the win for his team. Cole super kicks Baller afterwards and holds up the next title. But more importantly, they did such a pretty decent job of uh, O'Reilly, even though it was a brain buster on the ring steps, uh, being, looking like he needed medical attention that yeah, websites yeah. needed the fact like, no, 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 he's all right. He's not actually got a seizure. Yeah. I thought that's S- a good sign that people are actually panicking going, is he actually deed? Scary
2: we've been worked like the marks we are yeah.
1: the black marks on our hands
2: <laughs> but yeah NXT some good stuff here oh Matthew turning round, he's going to be loving it by next year this time next year that's right
1: yeah when we'll, they go what the that right we'll have Piranha death matches get it booked
2: Matthew will be there in LA next year front row takeover. Johnny Johnny oh. it's all going to come full circle
1: <laughs> you're right Let's just say Vince's. Let's just say Vince moved me to a bigger flat.
2: <laughs> Is that Krusty the Clown? Uh, let's just say they moved me <laughs> to a bigger house. He,
1: he, offered, he offered me six quid.
2: <laughs> I love that joke. What's the episode? Because Krusty's like, oh, I said the quiet bit loud and
1: the loud oh, bit, bit quiet. quiet. <laughs> that was the week in wrestling.
3: Let's have a running in our. Mailbags. <laughs>
1: ah. Let's have a little look in the mail. Uh, the mailbag until we get to the one that I know is coming and it's going to suck. Oh. Number one, which doesn't suck. Hiya, loves. I have been a wrestling fan for the majority of my life and as a person who identifies as LGBTQ, I've always been let down by the lack of LGBTQ plus representation within wrestling and the not-so-great way in which it has been portrayed in the past with obvious examples being Billy and Chuck, Goldust, Mickey and Trish, Liv Morgan and Lana... I forgot about Liv Morgan and Lana.
3: Yeah. What Mm. happened with that? Nothing. Is there a payoff? That was this one, wasn't it? I forgot about it.
1: That lesbian pollen. But despite arguably still having a long way to go, acceptance and representation within the wrestling community has made leaps and bounds, with Shayna Baszler, Sonya Deville, Nyla Rose, Effie, Asuka slash Venny, Sonny Kiss and plenty more tearing up in the ring, and proving the world that sexuality and wrestling ability have no correlation. Well, that being said, I recently went through a similar experience to something Ross has spoken about on the podcast, being that my partner introduced me to RuPaul's Drag Race, and straight away I saw similarities between the drag world and the wrestling world, and think about how well drag queens would do in the wrestling environment as commentators, managers, and beyond, with, as Ross has previously said, Bianca Del Rio being the perfect fit for a manager role, spitting verbal barbs with Paul Heyman, a Styles and Becky Lynch being a sight I'd love to see. On the other hand, though, I think it'll be extremely interesting to see wrestlers go into the drag world for a day and see what they've been able to bring to the table. In the spirit of this, my question for you is, if you were to become a wrestling-influenced drag queen, <laughs> what would be your stage name and what entrance theme would be your signature lip-sync song choice? For me, I would dance and lip-sync my heart out to China's theme under the alias... Alundra Gaze.
2: Yeah, right. I can't wait to
1: hear your ideas. Oh, oh, P.S. In one of the earliest episodes, a much younger of myself, version of myself, you'd say, submitted a question to the mailbag in the early hours of the morning and was subsequently torn into about by spelling and grammatical errors by one Matthew Gregg, being so excited to hear my admittedly crap question being read out and since then decided I'd stick to just watching until now. Prick. (laughs) Oh <laughs> now oh love keep doing what you're doing lads that's absolutely fine and completely deserving on my behalf by the way just before we get to the lovely question yeah and the when we were starting off I was very worried about the fact that I had assumed I'd be able to read people's questions and lovely messages perfectly right and if you watched some of those early ones I was like a chainsaw being primed and but, <laughs> uh, you know so I think if I was making fun of people, and I did used to be a much bigger dig of it, and I do apologise, it's because of my own insecurities. Well, it's not my fault, Ross, that this person wrote this so poorly. <laughs>
2: Who's, Who's it from? Drew. Drew. Thank you,
1: Drew. A.k.a. Alundra Gaze. Alundra
2: Gaze.
1: I think that's a fantastic question. And, uh, Ross, I think you should go first because you're the one who loves RuPaul the most on this show.
3: Well, I, I, I was hoping Kayla, because Kayla's a big fan of the wrestling and RuPaul. I was hoping she would <laughs> help me out, but she's blanked me. So um, I'll go for... Oh, no. I'll go for Champagne would be my name. Champagne. champagne. Instead Brilliant. of cham- instead of like the drink, the uh, fighting, and the pain and stuff. Good. And whose theme you come out to? <laughs> I've got no idea, because I'm making this up on the fly. I don't know where I've pulled that pun from, but I'm quite proud. Champagne is the name. The theme... Awesome. What's your favourite karaoke name? song? Uh, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. There you go. There you go, then. That's, that's a theme. <laughs> well, I could see that.
2: I would be... I can't think of a wrestling one, but I would. I can think of one with my name, so I'd be Jack Queen King. And it goes in sequence oh. as well, like a deck of cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be Ace. And then RuPaul would say something <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, and then RuPaul would say something like... Don't you mean Burger King? And everyone would go, RuPaul, you're the funniest one. The dynamic of RuPaul's Drag Race really annoys me. The worst part is when RuPaul arrives and they all act like they've never seen him before. They'll go, oh my God. Yeah. Because he, he, he
3: bursts in says, hello, hello, hello. They don't know he's coming. Yeah, but it's only, they've met him several times by this point. Uh, you, 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 never, you never get enough RuPaul, I tell you. Okay, I don't know what I'm saying here. <laughs> I, I do. I, that does confuse me sometimes. Just how disrespectful RuPaul is to the contestants. So yeah, how, you know, we know, we know, you, you know, we we know it's your show, Ru. You're the, you're um, the
2: Triple H of the drag world. But it's, it's like Triple, Triple H Inter- and,
3: and Cody Rhodes, like into one is this big like monster. Yeah, there was, one of them was having a, like the piss ripped out of them for shop. What shop with his shop at It was like was it? Primark? I saw this.
2: Yeah, it was... Though no, they said it, it looks like it's from H&M. Primark. And then
3: they went, they went H&M.
2: And then RuPaul went, never wear anything from H&M ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Bloody hell.
1: What a bitch.
2: You know? What I mean? uh, so yeah, I, I'll be... gone. sorry. Go on.
1: I'll go with uh, the hitman Prep Heart. And I think I wouldn't sing a song. I would just read Brett's book to Brett's theme music. <laughs> here comes chapter one
4: <laughs> Wembley Stadium
1: Davey boy was effed luckily I'm the best <laughs>
2: yeah, really well. that was really good um, thank you I'll, I didn't pick a song but I'll choose Tyler Breeze's song because that's the most drag race sounding song I can think of in wrestling What? Yeah. just sounds like one of their songs
3: and I'm coming out to Elton and George Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever stay in touch with the nice slash rather intimidating lady that you sang that with in Holland?
3: No. No? Okay. Sang the song. Remember, I was absolutely arsehole that day. remember <laughs> speaking to her um, outside of the whatever part, whatever bar it was. Then we went our separate ways.
2: Oh, that was a nice Never moment again. then. Because yeah. it's just one of those things I saw on video where I was like, these two strangers are doing karaoke together and it's just, it's well, I was, nice. of, I was
3: dying. I was dying a death up there, Jack. I was like, "Why was hen, are you, you look like having a good time?" There was, oh, there was hen parties and everything just in front of me. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> and, um, I was just like, "I need some help up here. And then she started. She was singing along like good and proper. So I was just like, "Come up here, save oh, the fair. show, nice. save the show." Nice and short back and sides.
2: <laughs> short back inside. Yeah, great, great person.
1: That almost sounds like a song that you would sing at karaoke, though. The situation scenario. I was dying. At... I was dying a death, so I asked the lass to sing the song Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Hello, Matthew, Jack, and Ross, or Hello. any special guest. Oh, where is. Oh, no, no. Pop Jack on the floor, sorry. Uh, let's say, in a hypothetical world, you're involved in an accident, leaving you unconscious for 10 years. Leaving you unconscious for 10 years? would oh. oh, that's horrible. After waking up and doing all the boring admin stuff and seeing family, what is the first <laughs> wrestling related thing you check up on? Okay. You catch up on all the rumbles and manias you missed, see if AEW is <laughs> still in business, see if the inevitable five star wrestling reboot has taken off. Oh, what a question. Oh, God. I'll start the conversation with the one you're all thinking, I don't want to say, is Vince still around? Oh, well, we're still thinking that now, aren't we? Well, yeah. Cheers for all the great content of the past year. Much love. Charlie from Yorkshire.
2: Charlie? Um, God. If I was in a coma for 10 years and woke up, probably wouldn't check wrestling very early on my list of <laughs> things to <laughs> Um. What I'd do is I would set up a YouTube channel or whatever platform is the main platform at that point and I'd make that I wouldn't check anything I'd say I've not seen wrestling for a decade I'm going to watch it and give my reactions and I think that would work I think I could do that if people knew that I was the 10 year unconscious guy I think yeah. would work that's what I that's what I'd do Charlie
1: why don't you if you did that now what would you
2: be doing well the you're in-
1: CM Punk Daniel Bryan headline together yet
2: oh right right <laughs> yeah. I thought you were making a joke about yours and Tom's SmackDown review, classic review.
1: No, no, because that's, yeah. that's, tw- that's twenty years. That's twenty. Jeez. Has Mason Ryan won the WWE title yet? <laughs> I'm having to think there. What about you, Ross? What would you? The first thing would come out of your
3: head? Just go on Twitter, if I still knew what Twitter was, and then just just go on Simon's profile, just have a look and see what he was doing. Click on his latest video, see what the score was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Caught, hey, me,
1: he, and he, he, happy birthday Simon by the way this week oh
3: happy birthday to Simon yeah yeah absolutely he'd be prime minister by that point S- someone tweeted me by
2: the <sighs> way asking why
3: someone tweeted me saying why didn't you say happy birthday to Simon because of course I forgot but <sighs> you have to do it Heat publicly
2: between Ross and Simon and, uh,
3: you have to do it publicly for it to count hey. I messaged I messaged I, I messaged him privately because I'm Facebook friends with him and you're not <laughs> 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 <sighs>
2: I oh, felt we- bad because I, I, I think I might have been one of the first people to wish him a happy birthday publicly and then everyone jumped on and then at the end of the day put thanks guys I normally just don't mention my birthday and I thought I've wasted so many of his hours replying to people saying thank you thanks because he's too nice not to and if I would just never said it I don't think I was the first but maybe hopefully I wasn't the first person to do it.
1: you trendsetter. Mm. Yeah, ten years later, what what the wrestling world is gonna look like. I'll just be like Whoa. I'd probably but, see how Lacey Evans' kid's doing. Right? <laughs> oh, see if negative one. What's yeah. he doing? That yeah. that would be what I'd do, just to see that, you know? Cause I'll we all know the headliners are gonna be the same in WWE, so
2: I thought you'd be straight on to YouTube. Forget wrestling. I thought you'd be on to, like, Summoning like summon like what's been going on in the speed running community. oh See
1: all the speedruns are yeah, br- Oh yeah. my god speed ten years worth of something salt to come back on be a good yeah. way to come back
2: it's about three videos though
1: yeah ah. way
2: that's one for all the speed running fans out yeah. there
1: is about when you see his name, you get that theme in your head do,
2: do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah
2: sorry ross sorry sorry ross yes Whoosh.
1: number three tope con quiz quizo diddler's oh sorry I don't know this q u e s o queso, q-u-e-s-o. Oh, topic on queso Toby con queso
2: did. Toby with cheese. <laughs> Lovely.
1: <laughs> I hope all is well. I, like many before me, am grateful for this podcast as the endless rants and silly bollocks of Ross, Jack, Matthew, and the rest make COVID just a little bit easier to bear. With the Illumination Chamber pay per view happening this weekend, I sleuthed through Wikipedia to find and make a wow. What? A, oh, right, I see. And make a wow. What a nice little quiz for the three. Of this week. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes. Caveat The following are questions about the EC matches that have occurred on the namesake pay per view, aka the modern era. None of the questions involve or include EC matches before the 2010. Oh, hey, LMHJ pay per view. Good luck to our competitors. It just says here, pass over to Ross for some quiz alicious.
3: Quiz <laughs> What are your noises this week, lads? Oh, no. Come on. Oh, uh, it's a good one, then. My
1: noise. <laughs> my hole!
2: Okay. <laughs> um. God, what's my noise? Can I just go for that? I can't think of me. Can I just do the classic? Yeah.
3: Yes. Thank you. The rumble noise.
2: Yeah, the rumble noise. will do, yeah. yeah.
3: From 2010 to 2020, there has only been one year not to feature the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Which year was it? Uh, Jack is not my- there first. Oh. 2016. That is correct. It's 1-0 to Jack. (laughs) Many eliminations have occurred within one minute of another, but who holds the fastest elimination after a previous pinfall? Is it Seamus? Is it Randy Orton? Or is it Jack Swagger? Uh, 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 Oh,
1: crap. My hole! I forgot the name. Um, It's Swagger.
3: Correct answer. That yes. happened seven, oh. seven seconds after Orton eliminated Jericho in 2013.
1: Oh. Yeah, because I, I was at the start of his push. That went nowhere because he was doing a Matt Riddle. Uh, smoking weed, sorry. Right, ah.
3: <laughs> Move on. Who is, who is the only wrestler to be eliminated from an Elimination Chamber match once it started, but not by pinfall or submission? Was it Triple H? I've done a William Regal there. Triple H, Chris Jericho, or CM Punk? Ah. Jack. <laughs> was it CM Punk? Incorrect.
1: <gasps> I can't think why, but my whole... Uh, CM Punk.
3: That's what I've just Jack said. Jack just said. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer. The points can't go up me after that. Chris Jericho, right. who was deemed unable to continue by the ringside trainers in 2012, which, by the way, was a <laughs> WWE Championship match.
2: I thought he fell out the ring, CM Punk. Is that what Jericho did? Fell out the chamber.
1: No, Undertaker he- fell out... The
2: did oh,
1: did
3: punk throw? I genuinely Jericho can't remember. It. You know what? Whatever, I happened know. To, whatever happened to Jericho, he was deemed unable to continue by the I, ringside. I can trainers.
2: picture the the elimination chamber swinging open and someone falling out.
1: That wasn't the taker, the actual chamber itself. Someone didn't lock the door, so and fell out. But that, that was something that they went, all right, whatever, carry on.
2: No, no, this was a real one, like a proper, like it was meant oh. to happen, like it was a worked uh, chamber breaking thing. Not Otis, but that was pretty cool as well when he did that in the tag one.
3: But anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, anyway. Which of the following tag teams is the only team of the ones listed oh. to appear more than once? The Ascension, the Vaudevillians, Brizango, or American Alpha? There were more than two Lemission ta- Tag Matches.
2: Around, was that around then? I remember one. There was the one that when Kalisa got stuck on the roof. Yeah.
3: Can you say the tag teams again, please, Ross? The Ascension. The Vaude Villains, Breezango, American Alpha. Uh,
1: my whole Breezango,
3: my. just because they've been around forever. That is incorrect. Is it The Ascension? It is correct. No 20- way. That infamous 2015 one, 2017, um, the rest are in the 2017, but no other tag team ESEC matches written here. Wow. No memory well, of that was, second one. one. It was
2: a couple of years ago.
3: I hope someone's keeping score because I've not been. It's 2-1-2, two, two, Jack. <laughs> Uh, who holds the current record for the most accumulated time spent in the Elimination Chamber match? Is it Sasha Banks? Is it Bailey? Or is it meh, 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 Mandy? Uh,
1: my hole. Uh, just because she's mint, Sasha Banks.
3: That is correct. Yeah. 62 minutes and 35 seconds total. Bailey, a close second, with 58 minutes 30. And oh. meh, meh, Mandy has 46 minutes 50 to her name.
2: Sasha Hit. got to the
3: final, didn't she? The hmm. final two, I mean. Who has the record for being the first person eliminated from the match? Who has the record for being the first person eliminated from the match? Uh, oh, so it, most most first out the match. Oh, I guess.
1: oh mo- most times eliminated first. Yeah. Is it, the,
3: is it the Miz? Is it r Truth or is it Wade Barrett?
2: Oh. Eh, the Miz. My hole.
3: Matthew uh, buzzed.
2: What?
1: I went. Eh. Oh, did you? Oh, oh sorry. I thought it was your sorry, I noise. It right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Then you go it's ahead. No, it's was, okay.
3: Jack, Jack was wrong anyway. Matthew. Okay. Oh, get in. Our truth. Correct. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Twenty eleven. And twenty twelve. Yes. Yes. Which match was the longest? Was it the men's number one contender match from twenty eighteen, the men's world heavyweight championship match from twenty fourteen, or the men's WWE championship match from twenty nineteen?
2: That 2018 one, did go on forever, like uh I've did a I've did a i have did a, I have did ai did a list on the longest paper oh eh, twenty eighteen. That,
3: that is correct. Oh, oh, I should have 40, gone on the end then. Was 14, that the one 40 minutes and fifteen seconds? Oof, yeah. Then came twenty fourteen with thirty seven thirty, and then twenty nineteen was thirty six forty.
2: Was that that was the one with seven people in, wasn't it, instead of just six?
3: Oh that I hate it when they do that.
2: <laughs> I think they only did it that I think they only did it that one time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Aye. Right. Uh, which was the which match was the shortest? Uh, the tag team oh. match of twenty fifteen. The women's number one contender match of twenty twenty or the SmackDown Tag title match of twenty seventeen.
1: My whole the women's one from twenty twenty.
3: Correct. Yeah. Twenty-one
1: yeah. minutes. Annihilated one, yes. Right. Twenty-one yes, minutes
3: yeah. and then the twenty seventeen match was twenty-one minutes ten. Yeah. The twenty fifteen match was twenty-three minutes forty. Yeah. Only two That's people three, have four. won an Elimination Chamber match and have been the first eliminated from the match. So two different matches. They've won, they've won one and they've also been the first one out in another one. Name them. There's been uh, two of them. Oh, two of them. Right, okay.
2: Oh, you can think of one. Um, oh
1: whole. Uh, Jericho and Edge.
3: Neither of those men are listed on this bit of paper in front of me. Oh. What?
2: Edge has been eliminated
3: yeah. first and won one.
2: In the well, same night. That, that is yeah. the...
3: <laughs> I remember that one? That's put a spanner in the works. I was going to say Edge and Cena. The names on this bit of thing are Orton, who won in 2014 and eliminated in 2010, and Brian, who won in 2012 and 19 and eliminated Edge is definitely. In Edge
2: is 100% Edge has been yeah. eliminated. I'll That's ask something.
3: the question. Only three people have won an Elimination Chamber match and have been the first eliminated from the match. Name them. And not being eliminated first in the match. I've done the same question, but just said three instead of two. I'll move on to the next question. Yeah, move on.
1: Let's grab that one. That one's wrong.
3: Only three men have competed in four different Elimination Chamber matches. Which which awarded four different championships or contenderships? Only three men have competed in four different Elimination Chamber matches. Different things. Yeah. yeah. Name them. Oh,
2: what? No.
1: Uh, Again, sorry. I don't understand the question.
3: So only
2: four men have been in all three men have Sorry,
3: so three men have competed in four different elimination chamber matches, which awarded four different championships or contenderships.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay, right. Now I get you. Then thank you.
3: Yeah. Name the three men.
2: Can I name one of them? Uh, John John Cena
3: is not the name on the sheet. My whole, My f- edge, not a name on the sheet. F- f- uh, go on, uh, you go, Jack. The names here are Seamus, okay. Daniel Bryan, and our truth. Okay, okay. All the things are listed here, but after the previous question, I don't know the validity of the answers. <laughs> um, and uh, do you want to do the tie break? I don't know if we need to do the tie break. I'm on three, just four, no. Just not for no, points. Go on, really, anyway. Not for points, just for, for a S's and moment. G's. Let's do it for S's and G's, everybody. Yeah. The record for most accumulated eliminations in tag team elimination chamber matches is surprisingly two. Six teams hold that record. Name all of them. Primetime players. Is one of them. Matthew, go. New Day. Not one of them. Lucha Dragons. Not one of them.
1: The Ascension.
2: Is one of them. Um. Oh, uh, oh, heavy machinery. Nope. <sighs> Mister
1: Morrison. Correct. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, usos.
3: Correct. Let's go on one. Now. American Alpha. Correct. One more. Um, one more. <sighs> it's a bloody oh 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 the shining stars. Incorrect. Ugh. Kalisto and Sin Cara. Incorrect. One more guess from me, I will be here all day.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll go for... Um, I'll give you a clue.
3: 2016 Smackdown is all I'll say.
2: Los Matadores. Incorrect. That is the Shining Stars. What am I doing? <laughs> Rhino and Slater.
3: Correct. Hey, very good. That is the end of the quiz. Cheers for... Thank Who's you.
1: Thank you. And sorry that we were a bit... Uh, overcritical of the questions there. Which is Matto, okay? <laughs> yeah, we, we take these, we we'll, don't we'll know what part of the world you're from, but we take them.
2: Oh, Richard Tumblr's just oh, come in and voice, told us the we're wrong. Whoa, 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 News. Jeff, oh, I'm here, oh, something, Jeff. Jeff.
1: <laughs> What's Gross. this? Edge, Edge's thing was 2009 before the pay-per-view, which he clearly stated beforehand. Oh, it's oh, a good job no one can hear you then, Jeff, isn't it?
2: We're horrible people. We're I'm awful. I'm not. I won. Did you hear the? Did you hear the disdain that we were all going? Well, Edge is one-one and being eliminated first.
1: It's all right. All the people be like, oh, "So-called wrestling expert."
2: <laughs> <sighs> that's I bet if look. it
1: happened in Oberhausen, Matthew would have got them all right.
2: Damn Oberhausen.
1: Right. O- Oberhausen. That's right. That's Ober, me,
2: baby. Oberhausen. Moving on. No, it's Oberhausen. Admit your, admit your mistake. I sir. thought you were doing a pun. No, it's called Oberhausen. Because
1: like, I'm saying Oberhausen because it has got I an I know overstart. you are. But Jack's saying Uberhausen. No, something. no, he's doing I'm a saying pun, Oberhausen not, with an O. He's getting really mad. I'm sorry, Jack. I'm not trying to make you mad.
3: Matthew, it's read okay. the end of that question, will you? <laughs> i that. <laughs> <I> trying. <laughs> I
1: got it. There's my screen
3: shaking.
1: <laughs> Thank you for all the critical content you churn out on a weekly basis. I hope this quiz was fun and was able to puzzle you out just a bit. Until mm. next time, put the excited cat amongst the pigeons. They can all woof, woof and moo, moo. Jared, uh, I think from the northeast corner of Mississippi. Thank you Jared. Aww.
2: The northeast corner the northeast corner of Mississippi.
1: Oh, we are on. Here we go. Yeah.
2: Right. If it was the northwest corner of Mississippi. Boo. That's That's near Tennessee, I think. And oh. that's why I got confused that AW did a show in Mississippi, but it was all about Tennessee legends and I was like, why? And then I googled it and it's right on the border and I was like, oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Maybe north, maybe Northwest Mississippians feel more like they're from Tennessee. Maybe. Who
1: knows? But maybe they just love the mud pie. The mud pie. Exactly. Uh, greetings from Finland. Oh, here we go. Hello. Wrestling isn't big here, so thank you for all the content that make it easier to follow. Biggest names from Finland would probably be Ludwig Borger. Mm. That's the, the person i thought of. And Michael Rebel Starbuck uh, Mahaladi, I believe. He was on Talk is Jericho. Anyone know him? Well, take your word for it. We have our little indie promotion, FCF Wrestling. And after yeah. 10 years, we got a WWE live show in 2019. Hey. I have written 12 Finnish expressions and they're rough translations <laughs> for Matthew to try to pronounce. Oh my God. As many uh, as
2: 12. 12 is a lot.
1: <laughs> there's 12. Uh, thankfully, this person here, has typed them up how they how they look like in Finnish and he's also typed out the English bit. So I'll do the first one in Finnish and then none of the rest in Finnish. Queen uh, Perisine Amutu Kahu, which I believe is the thing that gets the mummy uh, mm. to come out. Stop, do not read from the book. Uh, like a bear shot in the ass. Oh, nice. What do you think that translates as in English? You're scared. Someone got a fright. No. Be very annoyed. Oh, because I guess a bear getting shot in the ass is going to do anything but make it mad, okay. right? Um, be ass open. <laughs>
2: Nia <Night of> Jacks. <laughs> a. Um. When you when you when the lad at the festival offers you something and you it turns out to be poppers. Being broke. Right, right, all that. Oh. Equally, they were both right.
1: We're not supposed to understand That's what makes these bits good. Uh, To to pull logs. To work really hard. Have a wank. (laughs) 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 To sleep.
2: Oh, (laughs) sawing. Oh, maybe,
1: yeah, that's the noise. Yeah. 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 Have one's own cow in the ditch. Mm. These are good,
2: these. I like these. Um, Uh, I like this one.
3: To put your (gasps) meat on the George Foreman grill.
2: I'm gonna to say to to have something, but not being able to access it. Like, I've got no idea. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, being interested in the matter. Right, that's no sense. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm I'm interested
1: because you know I've got one. My cow in the ditch here.
2: Right, right. right. Trying
1: to think of the English one. Oh, there is one, but I can't think of it.
2: I've got a horse in. The, I've got a dog in this fight. that's that. There, there we go. Mm. Well done, mate. Uh, t-
1: uh, take you behind the sauna.
2: Oh yeah, sex. <laughs> uh, G- outside for a breather. I was gonna say have an argument with someone like outside now. You're nearly right. Uh, beat you up. Right, right. Now, let
1: me take you behind the sauna, Jack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pull a pee up your nose.
2: Uh, really and struggle can- to do. Really struggle to do something. Find something very hard.
3: You've got a bogey. Get rid of it. Huh.
2: Get provoked, right?
1: i tell you what, mate. You get, you're getting the pee. I'm putting my pee up Jack's nose. I Can you right
2: use that in future whenever I get annoyed and just say, I, I think I'm so? Nope. And you'll go, We're the going on about your
1: idiot. I'm like, No, that, that thing from weeks ago, and it's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, have black
2: socks to I need have... a wash. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Have to have got traveled a long way that day. Jealous, oh. Mm.
1: Take what? Uh, take a grandpa out of a possibility. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, to make a decision with cold logic and no kindness behind it. Shut up, you silly old goat. <laughs> right. Take the opportunity. I think I'm close
1: with that. I one. think, yeah, I, I'm, you're nearly right there, Jack. Because I guess if there's. Maybe it's a family thing where you're like, oh, I have to think about granddad. But if granddad's not there, then we can. Yeah. You know, olden Towers. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> have their attic dark.
2: Got a secret to keep. Oh, that's that's probably right. I'll go for um to be stupid, to have nothing upstairs.
1: Faint or blackout?
2: Oh, Ross's is I better. Yeah, Ross's is better work. than that actual
3: one. Galaxy to the head, I guess. Uh pull faces. to lie to someone e, I was pulling faces I tell you e, what was it like eh? going down Reykjavik that's not, be... That's not, That's Iceland isn't it <laughs> to be cowied off your <laughs> no.
2: um, is it to Helsin... have a
3: magic, magical is, ride? It,
2: is it Helsinki that's uh, Finland yeah it's Finland isn't uh, it yeah. get drunk oh of course it is in an enclosed
1: tunnel I guess hey, I'm in an enclosed tunnel right now pal
2: to be ignorant, to be ignorant about something. Bit of a pickle here. Be drunk. Right, right,
1: So yeah. right. oh, I thought my little sentence would help. Take soup. <laughs>
2: Take soup. Take soup. To make money from something.
3: I don't have an answer for this one. I can't think of anything. Drink
1: alcohol.
2: What?
3: <laughs> Keep a- drink soup.
1: To take soup to pull faces to be in an enclosed tunnel. Of
2: course, right. it's perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: Keep up the good work, uh, Samuli uh, Kosanen. I hope. Uh, thank you very much, pal. Thank we, you. We appreciate this trip around the world with different colloquialisms. And well, I only I- had a few people tweet me going, You guys suck. After <laughs> last week's terrible thing.
2: Last week's was quite something, Ross. You missed a treat. Where was it? It was like urban youth speak from the UK. Like- oh, from the UK. Like you know, like um, oh, that's bear. Like your gums, that's bait. The man The man The man Yeah. We, 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 the were, flu. we were very, very, very white and normal. Well, bear means a lot. Bear means a lot. Garms uh, well, is clothes, isn't it? But there was like Jakes and Ops.
1: <laughs> Apples and pears downstairs.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Jakes is police. Like oh, the Jakes are here. That's I've like, never heard fuzz. that one before. Ops is opponents, like rival, like people you want to beat. Yeah. Ops.
1: Stick a pony in my pocket. That's the opening line to Uncle's goes <laughs> Anyway, the next question here doesn't say anything about questions. It just says, bonus email to be read by Ross. Well, who is I'm it, scared. Ross? I'm quite scared. Why oh, has he kept this one sort a of secret? God, come on. I need a hook now. Come on.
3: Right, so the, the, the letter starts. On Saturday, yes, I was late to the party. I was enjoying listening to the podcast when my happiness was halted suddenly. By Matthew's uh, proclamation that I, Big Mama Botch, in brackets, (laughs) BMB, had texted to ask him if I could be admitted into the prestigious Hall of Fame. This is a bogus claim that I wish to rectify, please. The real story. The previous week Ross's man was nominated. One of you asked if I was already in. She must be, was the agreed response. With the caveat from Matthew saying, let's say she is, so I don't get a text saying <laughs> so I don't get a text saying if Ross's man was in, can I be in? I texted Matthew to say, in brackets for the record, if I wasn't, and said if Ross's man is going in, ellipsis, which I intended to be funny. Right. The next day, lest it not be clear, I texted Matthew's again to say, I am happy not to be in the Hall of Fame and wish Ross's mom best of luck. Oh. Matthew replied, saying, Haha, thanks for clarification. I'll pull some strings. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Oh, no pulling strings needed. I'm happy to be on an- <laughs> obscurity, son, was my reply oh. to ensure he got the message. Somehow, this has been lost in translation, making BMB looking like a glory hunter who isn't happy for another cultaholic mama to be in the Hall of Fame, which is truly not the case at all. I wish to clear my name and restore the sound reputation I would like to enjoy. This leads me to my question. <laughs> Oh, I've got a question as well. Yeah. Has there ever been a time where you, have misunderstood as a, uh, where you have been misunderstood as a result of the way a communication has been misconstrued <laughs> as a result of a text or other social media speak? I remain, faithful fo- I remain a faithful follower to all things Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast despite the slur on my character. Keep up the good work, work lads. Big Mama Botch. Nice is, to hear from BMB.
2: That's a good one. Well,
1: I think uh, you'll be getting my Christmas present this December. I'll so. <laughs> be like action figures and copies of the the Bruins and Old Wooly. Uh Yeah, I don't have a leg to stand on here, I'm afraid. <laughs> She's right. She says, I'm not in the Hall of Fame, Matthew, sent us on Sunday. By this point, the uh, pod- podcast is recorded on Thursday, so it's out my head. I'm like, so I read it as, I'm not in the Hall of Fame, Matthew. And it's that generic there's the non committal blank face. Oh smiley.
2: Yeah, yeah. If Ross's
1: mum is going in, so I've read this and gone, Oh Christ, mental note, put mom in Hall of Fame.
2: So now it in, seems like yeah. Right. And
1: then in case I forget, I'm happy not to be in the Hall of Fame. And I thought that was my mum being a oh no, don't no, don't put any effort in But I'm like, oh I'll be a good oh, son. This is I'll like... be a <laughs> lovely little lad. I mean, Mum who I love, oh, she's so good. And I've misunderstood everything. This uh, is exactly how
2: this is exactly how things unfold in like Twelfth Night and Midsummer Night's Dream. This is very Shakespearean. Yes.
1: Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you. Yes. It's everyone dying at the end. Fantastic. No, no, no. Uh, yes, it's rather no, no, like they're, the they're, uh, they're, com-
2: they're comedies, it's okay that everyone's happy. Oh, only
1: a few people die. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a bit like it's actually exactly like the the charge of the light brigade. All it all it takes is a little <laughs> bit of miscommunication. And so we have this weekly ring, we took college ship for it. I'm like, Hello mum and she's just not happy. I'm like, oh, she's oh. B- pretending to be not happy for mischievous. Fa- no, she's legit not happy. I'm like, oh Christ! As I slowly realised. So, uh, I also didn't help, as she pointed out. It would have been a nice thing if I'd put my mum in the hall of fame and go, "Please put her in because she's great." Uh, no, I, because I'm trying to be entertaining on a podcast, thought it would be a sensible idea on a podcast. Only my mum watches to go please put her in? Because she's always nagging me. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Oh, Mm. nothing shows your mum like you love her by saying that. So she's completely (laughs) right. I've talked to her. She's okay, I hope. And I just hope I can go at least one week without saying something stupid. Uh, Don't think it's looking good so far. But mum, I'm very sorry. Uh, But don't worry. If you're this far into the podcast, you'll have seen that Ross, uh, you know, the other son, has attempted to put you in the Hall (laughs) of Fame the proper way. And I hope we don't get misbicated. But... Yeah, I think it's a good question because this is all done via text. If we'd spoken to each other on the phone or face-to-face via Zoom, it wouldn't have happened. Mm. So sometimes I can misinterpret or think I know because of that. And I think we can all, even because social media and text and everything's a lot more prevalent than normal talking, especially with lockdown, that things like this are a common occurrence. And mm. uh, so what about you Ross I've talked enough for you to hopefully prepare a lovely answer for this what about times that you've been misunderstood or misunderstood I, t- I
3: honestly don't know where to start Matthew it happens, it happens a lot where of you course. put something out on social media and someone takes offence to it and then you have to explain it, it wasn't directed at you don't worry uh, but it just happens a lot I'm one of those people who I, I always put my foot in it somehow sorry to be a disappointment in this question
2: I've got two so don't worry oh, love <laughs> Um, I once when I was like 14 or whatever MSN years I was speaking to a girl I fancied from school Uh, there was a picture of her and I said oh you look like Heather in this picture Heather was a girl that we both knew from the same school she thought I'd said you look healthier in this picture than you do now and she thought I was being an absolute cock for saying that and I was like no no I said Heather scroll up and see scroll (laughs) up sending nudges and that the other one um it wasn't me, it was someone that I knew. She sent accidentally a message to a lad that she knew. He was quite shy, but he was coming along to the party or whatever, and she put okay see you soon, but she put sex you soon, which was uh which was good as well. Oh right, sexy soon, just casually as well. But um Heather Healthier, that was a bad day, that one. Uh, and I never ended up with that girl either, so I mean that might have been a crucial a crucial factor. Probably not. Probably would have ended up the same way.
1: Yeah, well, I've already had a drubbing, so I'm not getting any more out of me. But okay. like Ross, <laughs> it, I would have to come prepared or think anything specific because we to be bound, bound like one of those leather books you see in the library. All the times I've been misunderstood because one, if you're talking to people on social media, you need to be reminded on a regular basis that you're talking to literally everybody who speaks and understands a language from all around the world, who are completely different to you. So you are going to be misunderstood by people, uh, and two. I was pretty crap at social media for a long time, so I probably got what I deserved. So yeah,
2: I I, I feel bad for losing my temper with you on the podcast so regularly. Remembering now that your mum actually watches it, she must think I'm a horrible boy. No, she thing. thinks
1: that I'm a horrible boy because like what? I mean, they are right though. You're, you're clearly favourites uh, with Ross. See, see and I said I'd with <laughs> me be mum because like, mum, my mum, you won't get this. I know Jack outside of this podcast, so you know, I think Ross I can have a bigger crack podcast. with him. Because no, oh, I see him on a rise yeah, Night Out. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it obviously yeah. translates, people don't know that. And you see me being a horrible, yeah, horrible yeah. bastard, did Jack?
2: Well, I feel, like, bad oh. for, I feel bad for rising to it quite a lot as well. No pun intended. So, yeah. But
1: there are times like this week you, you you start getting angry. I'm like, why are you getting mad? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I genuinely don't know what's happening. It's
2: been a long day and I've got some predictions to film with Owen later as well. So it's not over yet. Oh. Sorry, Matthew.
3: And you think he actually hates you, Matthew, but he've he sort of messed it up completely. No, oh. I actually hate I actually One more hate. time. I actually hate, yeah. I I hate, hate I hate it. Mike's gone now. It's oh, all going oh, wrong. Kick it off. End the segment now. <laughs> oh no. Nah.
1: Well, to the, the loyal viewers, the unloyal viewers, the mums, the dads, the dogs, the cats, everybody who has a grievance. Please send us your fantastic letters, suggestions, and dodgy quizzes to mailbag at and you know what? I almost went, how did my mum know where to send the email <laughs> Every week I say that URL. Oh, love you, mum. Reese's,
4: Reese's, Reese's,
2: Reese's,
1: Reese's, 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 Reese's.
2: Oh, Reese's Pieces. Reese
1: Pieces! Where there's no mums. Hi, boys. Hope you're all keeping well and enjoyed your pancakes. Oh, before we go on to that... I tried making pancakes, and I was very disappointed because I didn't use too much... Uh, I've dropped up at Jackie's, all right? Too much like brown sugar and uh, syrup and everything like that. And I realize now, when people say that they like pancakes and they love the taste and everything like that, what they mean is they love all those toppings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I ran out but still had pancakes, so I went, all right, great. And I got it where it actually looked like a pancake. The first two didn't look good. they like fake sick. You get in a joke shop. But the other ones, was like, alright, cool. But I ran out of uh, whipped cream and strawberries and I went to have just pancake by itself and it's just wet bread.
2: (laughs) Good, dude. (laughs) I I will say, Americans do chocolate wrong and they do bacon wrong, but they do pancakes way better than we do. Their pancakes are proper pancakes. Like fat ones. I was a crap. Yeah. But did you
1: have any pancakes or did you put anything on?
2: this year I didn't didn't have any this year because I'm not even that mad about them no I don't know I don't think Owen did any and if he did I didn't notice so I didn't join in and I wasn't even annoyed about that because I just you know I'm not that mad about them Sorry sorry for being a pancake Scrooge yeah what about yourself Ross
3: I didn't have any either because I had a, a very unhealthy week last week when I was off. I was reckless in terms of takeaways and whatnot. It's your week so I... off though, isn't it? Yeah, I was just like, I kind of do it to myself, but I just sat there on Tuesday well, Yeah, Tuesday night just thinking about Biscoff spread and mm. what could have been if I hadn't been such a naughty boy the week earlier.
2: Oh, well. That's very good of you for sticking with that. Isn't it weird? You can have pancakes anytime, but no one does.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. they suck.
1: <laughs> anyway, on this person's uh, recess, Before we crack on with the hey, Let's sort out the most important point Attached is a photo of my good boy Merry being a not so good boy For Matthew's dog wall He'll fit in perfectly his, As he was a trainee guide dog That was fostered for 12 months Unfortunately he failed as a guide dog <laughs> I'm just reading this He failed as a guide dog As he was a bit stupid <laughs> But he knows the poor dog for children with learning difficulties, so still a legend. Oh. Imagine that poor dog going into the the, the review board. It's like, well, you scored good, but there is one negative. What's that? You're thick. (laughs) Oh, God, that poor dog. As a Reese's Pieces, I've gone for a break of tradition and asked a wrestling question. You freak. For each wrestler, say your first thought of what you would like them to do at Mania. Be it face Roman, Icy Ladder Match or not. Or be on the card. Anything you fancy. Beforehand, because I'm going to print it off because, like I said, I'm not there, I'll just get this loaded up on my screen and turn my webcam. Hopefully this will... Ooh. Take it off. There he is. That's a horrible <laughs> oh, thing.
3: Go up with Matthew, go up. Yeah, go up.
1: Oh, for... Wait, it's on a cable. so <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Richard will yeah, flash oh, it.
2: Richard, Richard can flash it on the Richard screen. Richard flash it uh, up.
1: Yeah. Dun, dun, dun.
2: Yeah, yeah, fair
1: enough. Yeah, it's all blurry. But well, Look at That's very impressive, that.
2: Looks like a nice dog, though.
3: Aww. Just looks like Christmas morning, they blamed the dog.
2: Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Was that just for the gram?
3: Yeah.
2: Framing the it's dog for life. the lights? gram.
1: Ah, what a nice dog. So, fastest thought first. I'm a bit small. There we go, much better. Uh, we'll go Ross, Jack,
2: Mafu,
3: Edge. Robin Reigns.
2: I want Edge to face Kevin Owens at WrestleMania and watch the pitches video to find out why can't think of anything. I want Edge to do out. Uh, oh.
1: Face Christian. Mm, mm. There we go. Drew. Bobby Lashley.
2: Oh. I, I Can I agree with Ross? I like the idea of that.
1: I want that match to happen on a different show because Lashley needs more building up. Uh, Seamus. Get that out of the way.
3: Yeah, fair. Asuka. Kairi Sane. After the pitches video, Jack said something. Yeah, Find that was my
2: what. that was my idea that one, yeah. but it's okay. Um, I'll give you, i you, crowd. Uh, sorry, cheers, yeah. Um, Kyrie Sane, because in a sixty-minute Iron Woman, no, I want to Kyrie Sane to wrestle Charlotte at WrestleMania. I want to Kyrie Sane to wrestle Asuka on Tuesday. So I'll go for Asuka to face um, Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Title.
1: Uh, I want Asuka to show up uh, knitting. Little baby robes in the style of Ric Flair for Lacey Evans. <laughs> oh, Shane McMahon. Yes.
2: Nothing. Falls count anywhere with Braun Strowman. Let's go. Let's do it. <sighs>
1: um, 24-7 title. Just
2: oh. Charlotte Flair. Nothing. Losing, losing to Kairi Sane. In, in fact, Cleveland. no. Losing
3: to Rhea Ripley. Oh, there's mine.
2: Fair enough. Losing to Kyrie Stain in clean fashion. I should point out on the pitches, I know that Kyrie Stain's unlikely to return, but it's not what we think is going to happen. It's what we
3: want to happen. But, Matthew. What Ross said. Cool. That's it. Street Profits. Defeating the Dirty Dogs and more teams in a multi team tag ladder match. <laughs> I
2: want the Street Profits to be the hosts of. No, I don't. I don't know why there needs to be hosts. Uh, yeah, I want the Street Profits to win the titles. From the Dirty Dogs and more with weapons involved, maybe as well.
1: Yeah, Street Profits killing all the other tag teams on SmackDown with weapons. I like that idea. The Fiend.
3: Setting Randy Orton on fire.
2: Uh, I'd rather The Fiend wasn't at this wrestling. <laughs> uh, ending the show with The Fiend setting
1: the entire arena on fire <laughs> and look at the camera and be like, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns, Edge.
2: I want Roman Reigns to be in a match with a workhorse like Cesaro or Brian or somebody, um, somebody who's been really brave and strong at WrestleMania and uh, the Elimination Chamber, and that follows up at Mania.
1: Is that a throwback to "You are brave"?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom,
1: well. Uh, I like
2: being your friend because you are so kind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, I <are> love it. <laughs>
2: Uh, I think Roman Reigns uh hmm
1: a biggie mm. It could happen. Sasha Banks.
3: Uh Bianca Bella.
2: Yeah, same. I like what they're doing. Uh Bailey. Oh.
3: Women's tag team title match alongside Billy Kay.
2: <laughs> um Bailey. God, I really can't think what I want Bailey to do she deserves to do something because she deserves to do something
3: excuse me because she's good Helena in a cell match with Michael Cole
2: <laughs> yeah yeah thank you that, there we go that's the one
1: there we go uh, for some reason and the current football people need to help me here they've put Sai Sedu.
2: Sedu Sai is our goalkeeper at Colonaholic FC oh
1: right because I was googling he's him the... going who the hell is this have I yeah, missed he's, something and he's it's just uh, signed
2: yeah. he's just signed for CD Nacional in the Portuguese Premier League but he's most famous for being the goalkeeper and captain Captain, leader, legend of Cult Alec FC. Yeah, and a little team called Monaco. Oh, well done. He got released for air, but he's found a new team now. Oh, you signed him. That's nice. And in real life also, he's found a new team now.
1: Oh, oh, oh right. I thought that's, yeah. what, that's what you meant. No. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yep. Kofi slash New Day.
3: Oh, oh my God. No idea.
2: <laughs> uh, I'd like just a singles match between him and... Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yes, I'll go oh, with that one as well. Oh, what yeah, of course that. Th- but I'm worried that it's going to be New Day versus Retribution. and I don't no. Know that. no. No one wants that. AJ Styles.
3: Ooh. Put Omos on the end of the plank and then AJ jump off onto somebody. <laughs> off Omos' shoulders on the plank. Omos goes off with AJ. Forward somersault. Santon Sont- S- uh, Swanton. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would
2: like to see AJ added to the Shane McMahon Braun Strowman Falls (laughs) Count Anywhere match
1: yeah you know I'm not asked about AJ either so I think that'd be a great
3: uh, yeah shove him in there Retribution I want them to just dismantle destroy the pirate ship and then just bugger off
2: (laughs) (laughs) all I can imagine is that bit in Street Fighter where you punch the car that stage um, I can't think what I want them to do man they can be part of a cool entrance for Ali but aside from that they can chill for now
1: have Bad Bunny beat them all up oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he's got the power of Saturday Night Live on his hands so he's way higher up in the food chain the retribution
2: I wouldn't mind if Booker
3: T helped beat them all up no Bad Bunny okay uh, Seth Rollins Oh. Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. So Seth Rollins... (sighs) Uh, (laughs) He's not not really doing anything. No, he's not. Yeah, it's hard to predict, isn't it? Um, uh, A segment where he converts Alistair Black into his minion.
2: I would like to see Seth Rollins uh, win the 24-7 title and take it really seriously. I think that would be hilarious in its earnestness. And then if someone called him out on Twitter, he could be like, I'm the greatest 20 24- foot... Check your bank account, mate.
1: Seth Rollins just spends the entire time going, where's Benny Murphy? I swear <laughs> he was on TV. What happened to him? <laughs> and he goes, all right, where's Asda Black then? <laughs> then that's it. Never seen again. Finally, Brock Lesnar. Nout.
2: Uh, a panellist on the kick-off show. <laughs> I think that'd be quite funny. <sighs> no
1: clue. No. Yeah, nothing. Just shouldn't be there. Not not
2: needed. He will turn up though, in the next few weeks.
3: Nah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. In fact, have him have him <sighs> have him rock up with that lad that just signed who looks a bit like him.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, have him have that guy build as Brock Lesnar's son. No, no, not the son thing, no. Oh, yes, the son of Brock oh. Lesnar comes out, finds his shorts somewhere backstage, ah, puts them on, gets all <laughs> this of Brock's is, this, this is the Brock's magical
2: powers. That's the plot of Like Mike, but with Brock. <laughs> yeah. Lock Brock. No, not Lock Brock. <laughs> no, to
1: this call the new kid Brock Lesnar, as he he's <laughs> regenerated into his new body, like, and new form. James
2: Bond or Doctor Who? Exactly. Wow, okay. And,
1: oh, okay that's actually a sign that's Ross that's you know when the referees go like that to the X that's Ross going we need to hurry up
3: I need to find a solution to uh, stick this microphone to this pole that wasn't made for the microphone because the microphone's meant to be down there but I think the sound will sound a bit worse if I don't speak right into the microphone so oh yeah it's true Well,
1: on that bombshell, uh, I could carry on listing people for ages, but I'll leave it there as it's probably too many already. Thanks, lads. Love you guys. Stay safe and well. Graham.
2: Thank, Thank you, Graham. you,
1: Graham. What a lovely selection of people. It's
2: my and dad's any, name.
1: Exactly. If you have any lovely people to send to our way, thing like Reese's Pieces or any other American confectionery, please, please, please send them to mailbag at coldaholic.com.
0: It's Cultaholics. The Question ah,
1: What a great podcast. <sighs> Lots of bit of is <laughs> isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> we have the big, big, big question this week. What is going to be the best match at the Elimination Chamber Super Show this Sunday? As a quick reminder, the match is currently scheduled, so there's going to be at least one change by the time we read this out. Drew McIntyre, the champ, versus AJ Styles, versus Jeff Hardy, versus Randy Orton, versus Sheamus, versus Kofi Kingston, aka the class of 2010, in an elimination champion match for the WWE title.
4: Mm-hmm. Just
1: realised AJ Styles wasn't in WWE in 2010. Please disregard my crap comment. Asker versus Lacey Evans, mm, says here mm,
2: for the my 20, Raw my 20 Women's quid. title. My 20 quid. 20 in quid, in
1: bye-bye.
2: <laughs> I should get it refunded. I shouldn't win anything, but I should get my, t- my steak back. Mm.
1: Don't Shall hold me? your breath. <laughs> Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle, which may or may not be happening, according to some speculation online with Keith Lee. A triple threat match for the United States title. Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens versus King Corbin versus Sami Zayn versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. Elimination Chamber match with the lucky winner getting Roman Reigns later on that night for the Universal title which, as Alan Pearce has already says, is not the same as the WWE title. Okay, <sighs> what a big show! But it,
2: but it's, but the WWE title is the same as the AEW title. It's
1: the same as the ECW on Sci-Fi title. That's right. Yeah. Yes.
2: No, the AEW title because of Kenny Omega.
1: Oh, that's right. Kenny Omega is the current He's the WWE WWE champion. champion. You're right? Yes.
2: I think the the this could be a good show. You know, Elimination Chambers are often all right, and I think the best match is. It's not an original choice, but I'm going to go for the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match because the rest is in it are good. Brian and Cesaro, I'm looking forward to seeing if they last a long time, if they, either of them win. And then I'm looking forward to the aftermath. What's going to happen with Roman Reigns and Heyman? That's mine.
3: I'll go for the match after the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Whoever wins that Takes on Roman Reigns. Oh. It'll last about five minutes, but I imagine it'll be a very exciting five minutes, where a couple of near falls. You think Roman's going to lose, but he'll win. But it'll be exciting before we get there.
1: Fair enough. You guys have probably already said this in your amazing pitches video, guest starring uh, the magnificent Andrew, who we all love. Mm-hmm. But I hope that they have this long, gruelling elimination chamber SmackDown title match, and then oh, it's of the match now. Roman Reigns comes out and pins him after
2: a schoolboy. Well, yeah, that's what's going to happen, I think. Yeah, didn't didn't him and say on. Oh, so it's not going to last like, a few minutes. It's going yeah. to last. Like, Roman comes goes,
1: like, Wow, what a, what a tough match that was. Wow, that what a great podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, wow, what a great. <laughs> says what a great podcast.
2: <laughs> if Roman said, "Wow, what a great podcast," and then pinned him. Oh, imagine. And uh, we're I'm going. I what think, was that about? I think. Yeah. I think if that happened, I would be convinced that life is a simulation, and yeah. we're not. We're not really here.
1: So I'm looking forward to that, but. Just to change the page, I'm looking forward to that three-way for the Triple Threat match because I want to see what this means for the future. Is Bobby Lashley going to retain it? If so, okay, that's still good. If someone beats the other person for the title and Bobby Lashley does not lose the title, they getting pinned. That can only mean he's going on the up and up and we are going to get Lashley versus Drew at some point, okay. which I'm looking forward to.
2: I feel like they're building up Lashley to lose to Keith at some point, but Keith might not be there on Sunday at the time of recording. We don't know.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Do we know why Keith Litchley? Have a quick look. I don't think we
2: know. Keith. But Lee. I've just read speculation that it's because obviously his wife or fiance. Oh, of course. But they they yes. got they got married, didn't they? Engaged. 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 Yes. What was the news with them recently? Is she pregnant? No, they got engaged. What am I talking about? Yes, it was
1: the one you just said. That was the news. Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> I was just, Ross has just told me and I've gone, yeah, but was it? <laughs> um, people are saying that maybe it's because she tested positive a while ago. Maybe he's got it now. No one really knows.
3: All right, Keith's just doing his hair.
2: Yeah. A bit busy, yeah. you know? Practicing his lovely singing voice. Oh. I th- I want him to be... I thought a little... Not too long ago, really, I thought he was being built up to to face Drew for the belt but then obviously he lost to Drew on Raw on Legends Night and it's just never been the same since I don't know what's going on never mind.
1: yeah it's all very odd but hopefully the Olympics Chamber will offer us answers to these questions we have God I wish I had somebody to watch this along with during these lockdown times can Cultaholic answer the call for help
2: one of us can <gasps> To the Batmobile, <laughs> to, the, to the Jackmobile. Who <laughs> will be watching the, pack, the uh, no, watch pack. long? Uh, Adam Pachetti will be. He'll be live Fantastic. streaming. Uh, I believe on YouTube, but don't take my word for it because he does some things on Twitch, doesn't he? But I reckon this will be on YouTube. This sounds like a likely. YouTube thing. It sounds like if a YouTube. If everything thing. goes
1: all right, touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Cross my fingers. I've got what you did um, there.
2: So that would be YouTube.com forward slash CultHolic forward slash live. And as Ross said, uh, it starts. As Ross has previously said this week, it starts. When the show starts. Because people seem to ask when it, when it starts. And it starts when the show starts. That's when the live stream starts. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's the fill, really. It's me ending the podcast. Sorry, my brain switched off there. I'll switch it back on. I remember where I am. Ross, what have you got to keep the people who listen to this podcast warm and in good Ross health until next week?
3: Now this weekend I'll be back on Monday with uh, WTF moments for Elimination Chamber 2021 and then straight to hell fingers crossed all being good I've got a guest booked in for uh, Tuesday it'll be short it'll be on the channel presumably next Sunday so that'll be back next weekend Um, but Matthew I've got to say what's the name of that first dog on your wall the first dog is Penny penny i just want to give penny a treat that's an ironic name for me <laughs> oh no oh i thought about that penny's eyes have just been looking at me the entire podcast and doesn't You say it's going to be okay penny here's a treat pal
1: i did like with the the bags in the eyes it's like is that just me have they got the dog that looks the most <laughs> like me and just had a picture and but yeah now i'm looking at penny and my webcam anyway yeah that's awesome jack what have you got for us
2: um, so, my new series that's replacing rest of the week is finally ready to go uh well, I don't know that for certain because Owens told me that he doesn't have all the assets for the video yet, so we're weighing on it uh and that will be out if it if it's on the channel, then it's all gone well, and that'll already be out when this podcast goes out. If it hasn't gone well, we'll be looking at it next week. but I think I think we're about sort of eighty five percent it's going out. Now, it should be out now as you listen to this. Hopefully. So do check it out and let me know what you think. On Twitch, next week, every Wednesday from 6, me and Owen normally play Football Manager. But next week, we are not. We're having a break week between the seasons. So we're playing a different game. We don't know what yet. Maybe Among Us. Maybe we'll get the lads involved. Who knows what's going to happen. But um, Owen's going to decide. So I don't know.
3: I'd I'd do that Twitch on a a Sunday. I forgot. Roster's Twitch. I know. Sunday. Daytime GMT. I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> They're both on twitch.com forward slash Holly. All
1: right. Uh, that, that's where I'll be. Saturday at 6pm GMT, British time. Yay. Playing games, talking to people, talking crap mostly last week. It was awesome. It's very little gameplay. It's just me going, oh, this game's is scary. Oh. And then a dog jumping over the fence and scaring the hell out of us.
2: Matthew, I've been watching Tom. I've had him on in the background on Wednesdays when he's been playing. He's playing Ocarina of Time. Okay. I... He's. I think it's his first time playing it and he's doing well for his first time but he, he doesn't use Z targeting and I can't watch him because I know so there's the amount of times oh. that he's turned around and just jumped off the platform oh <laughs> that's man that's fine. unbelievable that no Ross even
1: Ross knows that Ross you've, you've
2: never, never played Ocarina of Time I, 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 oh, never fair enough
1: we could just make up a name of it what you've never played Elephant on the Log in 64 did you
2: have a Nintendo 64 nah, no no
1: but Playstation uh, was my first console so you not
2: played Goldeneye no
1: Oh, guess what? I'll be playing. <laughs> the, I waited to see what would happen if uh, anyone else played it. The uh, the L- Xbox Live Arcade version that got made in tw- 2007. That's just been it? released and revealed. It plays beautifully.
2: Oh, really? Oh, fair it's enough.
1: Like, it's everything you want from a GoldenEye remake. Mm. Not crap. Plays well with a good new pad.
2: Yeah. That's
1: and uh, no one's been sued for it yet. Yay! <laughs> oh, well. Whoever, whoever they find out released it is going to get completely knackered. But that's a tomorrow problem. Today, we end this beautiful podcast by reminding you that you can go to the Hall of Fame at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and place your bets there. You can also just send your feelings, your thoughts, your colloquialisms that you haven't heard yet. And when you want to feel represented on this podcast as we get everything wrong. You can send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. But if nothing else, we thank you very much for spending some, t- yeah, some of your time with us. I have an audio visual form. We'd like to end the podcast by getting our fists hey now and putting them up against the webcam and saying the simple words, one, two, three, join us. Join
2: us.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.